Hey everyone, it's Gadget here. If you didn't know, we recorded this episode live on Twitch last week. So this is the live recording separated into two parts because this came out so long, I've had to split it in two. So you'll have two episodes for this in your podcast feed, but it's live, it's unedited, it's utterly chaotic, and I hope you enjoy it. Thank you for joining us this year. We really hope you've enjoyed the content that we've put out here. Stick around and hear the chaos. But ladies and gentlemen, this is the Modern Escapism Christmas Party. Live. Merry Christmas! (laughs) I thought we'd never make it. Yeah. Oh my god. We almost didn't make it. Hello, everybody. Let's have a quick scroll through the chat. Hello, Oodles. That's me. Nose Jam. (laughs) Kieran Something. Prez Weevil. Candy Machine. That's you. Me. The Go Lightlies. Hello there. Uh, Acid Pearl. Uh, Deadbeat Punk, our staff member for the evening. <laughs> Please look after the chat. Um, my darling demons, Nimrod Hicks, and so many more. Sorry if I've not said your name. Welcome to the Office Christmas Party, the Christmas episode of Modern Escapism live. I live. am Oodles, as you already know, and I'm joined today by Gadget. Hello. Stig. Hello! Candy. Merry Christmas. And the one you've all been waiting for, Biggie. Greetings. The one we've all been waiting for. (laughs) 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 The non-tardy one. So, without further ado, let's just crack on with it. I mean, before, what what are we all drinking? I'm on the Guinness for now. Uh, I have a vocation, Mm. followed swiftly by... Haig. Oh, I love Haig Club. Nice. I just had a Bailey's and now I have wine, so I'm waiting for the curdling. So if I have to run, you know why. <laughs> As waiting always, for the curdling. I'm sponsored by Speckled Hen. He's on the spec. And I have <laughs> uh, Peroni's for the evening. Sorry to disappoint, but the whiskey's not coming out. Not this year. What the, what <laughs> the not yet. people here saying Gadget could have made a bit more effort and wearing our own merch? Yeah, I've, got, I've got some Christmas lovely lights merch, merch on today. A hat and... <laughs> Biggie's got what is s- a- something. <laughs> yeah, Pip, Pip, Pip's asking, what's the starting drunk scale, one to ten? Um, I've I've had about three cans so far. So oh wow, yeah, this is my first. Yeah, yeah I'm often. about one out of ten. <laughs> I'm fine. About <laughs> ten bottles of wine. <laughs> yeah. So for the for for the listeners at home, this is a live podcast. So you might be listening to this in the future. So merry future to you all. But to everyone that's watching this live, thank you very much for joining us on this special occasion. But we still have to sell shit. And I know just the twinkling little fairy that can sell it to us. His name's uh, Stig. I've got a jumper from last year I want to get rid of. Fiver. Anyone? I have to do this in one take as well. One take, oh, Stig. Yeah, no, no, I didn't around it this time. Yeah, so yeah. if you like what we do and you want more, then you can head over to patreon.com forward slash modern escapism. On there, you will find the three tiers that we do. First up is our Modern Escapees. For £5 a month, you will get an extended edition of this episode every month. 
as well as any monthly special, any other specials we do, and at least one monthly special. And you will have the ability to suggest main topics to us. If you are into Dungeons and Dragons, we do a D&D play podcast called Do Dragons Dream of Scorch Sheep. We've just finished season one and it was epic. And if you want to support that for £5 a month, the Scorch Sheep tier gets you ad-free early access of the episodes as well as access to artwork candy does, any original music, character sheeps and maps we do. And you can suggest item names and NPCs to Gadget. And £7.50, the perfect Christmas present, the Biggie Bundle, gets you everything. Oh, mate, you did it. You did it. Well done. One take stick. No, not normally that takes some three or four takes. And I've got and I still horrendous. fucked it up. And now, because I'm getting warm, it's time for my first <laughs> costume change. Well, while he's doing the glasses, it's it's let my hair down. Here we go. While he's doing his costume change, do we need to give the health warning for this podcast? Yes, absolutely. Look at that. Look at that. It's glorious. It's quite um. <laughs> you need to do it half black and half white. It could go Cruella. I did this for Christmas. It's, it's supposed to be red. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit plum, isn't it? Why is it it's so white? It's gone a bit sideshow Bob. <laughs> so, yeah, this is for you guys. You it's think that's permanent. impressive? It's not Check permanent, don't out. worry. No, I'm not. Hey, <laughs> Getting the baubles out. It's <laughs> first ban. But, yeah, it's, it's not permanent. Don't worry, guys. I'm, uh, this is just for you. But I'm putting it back up because my hair's a fucking state. So yes, uh, warning: we are live. Um, Biggie may say something that he shouldn't say. <laughs> so just a just a warning for you all. Why is it just well, me? Because <laughs> always you. say something I have to cut out. <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah, we have a little health warning to give because something happened to one of our listeners the other day. Biggie, oh, God, would yeah. you like to tell the story while I get it all set up? Yes. So, um, friend of the show, friend of the show, Rogue Squaddy, sent a little message to me yesterday. Let me just bring it up. So, this came completely out of the blue in the afternoon, and he said, So, Emmy, us, can claim their first victim. I was listening to the podcast this morning whilst driving between jobs, laughed about something, and had a coughing fit and blacked out. His van was then embedded in a hedge, and it was proper fucked. Yes. Oh, bit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the, the, I'm just sticking it on the screen there for people to see said van. Oh, Apparently bad. we're funny. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Bless him. He is all right. Thankfully, just to, he is Just to well. clarify, we're, we're, we're not laughing at someone's full misfortune. But... I just want to clarify well, there was a little that, laugh there. I want to clarify that all of this month's patron goes towards us and not him. <laughs> oh, fuck it. So uh, yeah, that was uh, the health warning. We we we, we are dangerous. Yeah, Don't gen- and drive. Gen- genuinely, that happened. Um, but that's not a stunt. That's not <laughs> 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 that happened. So, but Rose Squaddy, friend of the show. I hope you're all right. I hope you're recovering get, well. Get well he was soon, fine, buddy. by the way. He was taken home. Um, yeah. Rogue Squad, you don't forget to uh, give us a review, please, on uh, iTunes. <laughs> so good, you'll crash your car. <laughs> yeah. Smashing. Or auto-marked, whichever place you want to do it, right? Oh, sneaky. I'm sorry you got to play darts, dude. I know. It, 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 his life is so difficult, isn't it? He's such an athlete. Also, I just need to make you aware that the kids are in the other room screaming. So if you were them, just pretend it's the office party. They are loud. 
And apparently in the uh, Rose Squad, he had two accidents. I won't mention the other one. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Absolutely hey. called him out. Hey. Oh, he hurt his cock, whacking it to big voice. <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, Nine so, minutes in. So let me just make you all aware of what's happening today. We're going to do the Nexus as we normally do, but a little bit different. It's going to be the Nexus of the year. So we're going to talk about our singular best things of the year uh, in media, uh, in procrastination in general. Then we're going to open some presents, I believe. Then we're yeah. going to go on to a main topic. Or maybe we, we might switch it around depending on how drunk we are. And then, yeah, after the main topic, which is Christmas themed, obviously, we're going to do some last minute wrap ups. And then we're going to go to the patron section, which we're going to turn this stream off for the paying patron subscribers. They get an exclusive after office party, which, phew, if you're not paying, Sorry, you've missed out. You've missed out. There's still out. time, though. <laughs> there is still time. There's still time. I don't know how that works, because I'm not technical at all. But yes, let's just crack on. Let's just go with it. So, um, ooh, ooh, this is nice. Candy, what's been your thing of the year? What's, what's been your most favourite thing that's happened, apart from us? Well, apart from you, obviously, because I did join this podcast about halfway through the year, so thank you for that. But I've been told that I'm not allowed to talk about the podcast. You're not? Um, so yeah, no, I struggle joking, a bit because I was trying to think of the things that I've actually done that I haven't spoken about at length on the podcast for our normal Nexuses. And I'm just going to go with the PS5. I know oh. it came out last November, I know, so I'm slightly out, but that was only a month and there was no games for it. So, mm-hmm. um, Great launch. To, uh, do you, know, do you know what? You're just lucky that I didn't talk about the re-release of Skyrim. <laughs> <laughs> that was my second choice. Um, <laughs> But yeah, in a year where I wasn't really able to work that much, the PS5 just did a really good job of keeping me company and keeping me busy. And I think certainly in the last six months, it's really started to come into its own. Um, and as always is the case with the, the PlayStation, it's the exclusive titles that have kept it just slightly above the Xbox for me, um, despite Game Pass. And full disclosure, I do have an Xbox as well. So I'm, I'm trying to be as, un, I'm as unbiased as I possibly can be. Um, I think Game Pass is wonderful, and in time, I think I wouldn't be surprised if the Xbox becomes my my favorite console. Sony for life. Nah. <laughs> this, but, well, particularly once Bethesda Studios start releasing their new games. Well, yeah, oh. that. yeah. So uh, and 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 when Hellblade comes out. Oh shit! Oh, looks so good. When I'm going to see you for a month. Oh no! <sighs> I'm gonna I'm gonna platinum the shit out of that. Nintendo for <laughs> life. <laughs> I think yeah. at least the uh, Astrobot came with the PlayStation Five. At least there was something. Mm. Well, for, it's very yeah, expensive. That's, for that's a not tech, really a selling point for, for the PlayStation demo. Five. This three-hour experience game with it. That's that's your. Well, what the three hours it is, and you also yeah. get the yeah. Matrix one now as well. So wow, you don't well, have to buy any games well. this year. Well, when you mention um, Astro, I have to like it's really. I think what one of the things that makes PlayStation stand out for me is the haptic feedback, um, and more games are starting to use that feature, especially. Death Stranding is the one that I played that it truly does feel kind of new gen compared to the basic Xbox controller. Like the, the pads feel stiffer when you're controlling like a more heavily laden um, Norman Reedus and you can really feel the difference between all the guns. So I, I really love that controller. I know it's maybe a little bit faulty still. I'm on my third controller. <laughs> uh, had a few faults, but we'll ignore that. What are you doing <laughs> with the PlayStation 5 controller? Yeah, they uh, they are quite buggy. What? You've been, yeah, you get, you've been throwing it in a in a gamer rage, haven't you? Mm. I, tend to, I tend to I tend to bite my controller when I'm in a rage. I don't throw it. 
Apparently, um, it, oh, it, it came out this week <laughs> that most people that go onto Pornhub are PlayStation 5 owners, so the haptic feedback must be doing something. Guilty. <laughs> and absolutely rumbled. Biggie's calling people out this evening. <laughs> we're, to- we're, to- we're sorry, Debbie Punk has just subscribed and asked for Biggie to take his top off, so, you know. We're not allowed nipples. I, I was told in the green room we're not allowed nipples, so. No. Sorry. And Biggie's all nipples. All nipples. All nipples. All nipples. All, nipples. all, nipples. all the way around. It's one big tit. <laughs> you said it, mate. Uh, but yeah, the um, the exclusives for PlayStation Five. So we had Returnal, Dark Souls. Obviously, was on release. Resident Evil Eight. Oh, so good. Yeah. Mm, Death Stranding Director's Cut, which is my game of the year once again. Um, the Final Fantasy VII remaster came out. I know there are a lot of remasters. Uh, Ghost of Tsushima as well. The cherry on the top that was Deathloop. And oh, yes. within the last couple of days, the Matrix and Real 5 demo. Um, so good. If you haven't played it, it's completely free, so download it. it is it's just not an exclusive, though, is it, that one? It's not no, an exclusive. It's, it's on Xbox as well. It's on Xbox, but what I was going to say is I actually, before we started streaming this evening, I played it quickly on the Xbox, and it does run slightly better on the PS5, surprisingly. Yes! Yeah. <laughs> so um, I was expecting it to be better on the Xbox, but maybe I was just so lucky. No, Take but that, yeah. Xbox fuckers. <laughs> That's not really the point I was going for. Okay. Supposed to be agnostic. <laughs> oh yeah, sorry. I, also, I love you. Fifty P and Biggie tonight. He's just had his tea, hasn't he? So he's he's on fire. He's happy. Yeah. Full up. Mm. And yeah, just. Um, oh, I want that to sound back. Full up. Mm. I, I will make that happen for you, Oodles. Thank it can be your text too. I need get... it. I need it. See what I have to put up with. Um, yeah, and just excited for the future with Xbox, uh, with uh, PlayStation, God of War, Ragnarok, and Horizon Forbidden World. Oh, yes. Mm. Yeah. PS5 for me. PS5, good shout, good shout. Um, anyone in the chat want to retort on the PS5 before it's too late and we move on? Uh, Sneaky said my PS5 controller battery is shite, doesn't last anywhere near long enough. Actually, no. that is true, yeah. I've got a little USB thing next to me. I just keep it plugged in the whole time. Although I did hear somebody say that the notice... It gives you that it's going to run out is actually quite early. Yes, you do get quite a bit juice. It's out. a quarter left. Yeah. I think you get a quarter left. Mm. Yeah, unlike unlike the PS4 where it used to pop up saying, "Oh, your battery's about to die dead." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're in the middle of a Dark Souls boss. Yeah, but we all know that even though the controller does tell us, no one ever charges it until it actually runs out. Hey, I, bet. <laughs> I charge it like once a week. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, also, also, thank you, Anard Vark, for subscribing. Oh, Vic. Ooh, Cheers, mate. Thank you. Thank you very oh, thank much. You. Thank you no very nipples, much. No nipples, no sub. <laughs> yeah, no refunds either. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> we don't know how to refund it. <laughs> I don't think I'd. Gadget probably does. It's called Gadget for a reason. Says, I'm glad you can spend £50 now on plates to make it less ugly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah dude, no. I was looking. I, I want the purple one, obviously. And anything to stop. It's, it's literally near my knee now under my desk. And I feel like it's. Making fun of me, it's like a bully. <laughs> well, I mean, it is bigger than you. Yeah, he's calling me names. It weighs more than you. It does. <laughs> Definitely weighs more than him. <laughs> Do you know what looking at me, yeah, being horrible. Though. Grown on you like uh, an ugly child. No, Nose Jam saying he hasn't played much on PS5 since Returnal, but there's too, there's too much good stuff on Game Pass. Mm. I mean, I, I, I've got I'm the, I'm, I've got Switch and PS5. I had Xbox, but. I've noticed on PS5 I blame PS4 games so I can't really vouch for its exclusives or anything like that. <laughs> just can't do it. Game Look, Pass is the one PS5 though. exclusive 
the one PS5 exclusive you've played, you hated. Yeah, I know. It's it like, <laughs> like oh, I, fuck. I was stressing about getting Deathloop and it not turning up on time. Oh, yeah, I put a couple of hours into it, decided to load up a Game Pass games, and then spent 26 hours on that instead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I will be getting another Xbox in New Year, I'm assuming. It's got really cheap, that S again, hasn't it? Mm. It was a good price to begin with. I've seen it. I've seen it at like two forty. Yeah, two thirty, two forty. So X. I want to get one for retro stuff as well. Mm. Well, that's just naughty. Mean. No, that's official. You can use it. You don't oh. have to hack it or anything for the back, for, for the backwards compatibility. Oh, is that what you mean? Yeah, is that no. class as retro no. now? Xbox. Well, given the original Xbox is twenty years old, I think yes. Don't say that. Look, <laughs> <laughs> Lord of the Rings is twenty years old on Sunday. That makes me yeah. sick. <laughs> I, I said to you, I said to you guys in Discord, is like, I remember paying for my own ticket to see Lord of the Rings. Yeah, that's that's bad, that isn't it? Yeah. Not just with family, like my own money <laughs> that I earned from prostitution. Anyway, let's move on <laughs> to gadget. Uh, so I I want to talk about a couple of things. First of all, I'm just, um, I'm not going to go into, it, but my game of the year was um, Metroid Dread. Nice. Very closely followed by Monster Hunter Rise. Again, nice. But in the last week, Loop Hero is kind of bothering both of them. I'm kind of fucking addicted to it, you bastard oodles. I'm so sorry. <laughs> and anyone that's listened to this and bought it, I apologize. I'm, 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 I'm sat here at work, right? And I, 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 will, I will show you, viewers. My work laptop is there. Look at this. Sneak peek. My gaming PC is there. And I'm sat here on my work laptop trying to get some shit done. And then I'm just thinking... I could be playing Loop Hero right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hang on, are um, you on it now? No. I think I'm on 18... I've got far too many screens open. Hours, Loop Hero open as well. I think about 18 hours on Loop Hero already. Yeah, I'm about six hours in so far, and it's just like, oh, God, it's very, very fucking good. <laughs> I told you. Um, but that's besides the point. Um, so the two things I want to talk about, the two things um, that happened in the same week, and I was too ill to come on the podcast to talk about them. Yes. So my things of the year are Dune. Yes. Dune. Never heard Dune, of it. Dune, Candy. Dune. Oh, Dune. Dune. Um, Dune. Dune. How you Dune? Might be one of my favourite sci-fi films of all time, <laughs> maybe. But it's just it's absolutely excellent. It captures the book perfectly. Uh, Denny Villeneuve has done an amazing job of translating a pretty unfilmable book into a coherent and exciting film. Um, all the parts are played excellently. Um, I love Timothy Chalamet as Paul. Um, it, it's a film I even like Jason Momoa and I don't particularly like Jason Momoa in most things because he normally just he normally just plays Jason Momoa and That's I think enough. we found I know but I think he's found the film where that works because there's Duncan Idaho he's fucking brilliant and he lost Such his a cool beard character. as well but the, um, the the visual style the music the, just the set designs the costume designs it's just so fucking good like it's very rare that I'll go to the cinema twice to see a film and yeah I saw that one twice in the space of like a month it's so good. Yeah, me too. It's, it's, it's that thing, like, because I've not seen it. I've only seen one film this year, today. <laughs> and I, weren't, I, I do want to see Dune. I, I nearly said Dune then. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing to me? The correct way of pronouncing it. I, I do really want to see Dune, but it was. I, I know how lazy I am, and I know it was going to be that, oh, Spider-Man, and I know where my loyalties lie. So yeah, I, I had know. to do it. But yeah, I'm I'm, um, I'm desperate to see it. But is it even in cinema still? No, it's done in cinemas. But it's hitting like Amazon Prime, I think, in January or February. Or something I, I'll, like I'll, that. Mate, I'll lay down fifteen quid if I have to. Do you know what I mean? I'd watch mm. it. 
I've got a 4K yeah, telly, it's, so... It's, yeah, it's getting home premiere in the next month or so, I think. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, so, But besides that, the other thing was um, Bo Burnham's Inside. Mm. Which um, I wanted to talk about ad nauseum because, honestly, I fucking adore it. Mm. So if you haven't seen it, Bo Burnham used to be a stand-up comedian. He's now a um, film director, writer, that kind of thing, Broadway writer. Um, he, during the pandemic... <sighs> found himself single, alone, and with nothing to do, and in poor mental health. And he decided to, he was going to use the time to make a Netflix special. And he basically locked, sequestered himself in a room, um, got a load of cameras, lights, musical instruments, and just set about making something. He filmed it all himself, he edited it all himself, like, lined up all the shots, did everything himself. And it's incredible. It took him just over a year to make, so he started it, like, I think, May? Last year, and he finished it May this year. Sorry, this fucking ouch is really fucking sour. Oh yeah, he's fucking drinking hooch. <laughs> Who drinks hooch in twenty twenty one? It's going right back on my throat. <laughs> Get a straw, down it in one. Ooch, oh ooch, yeah, ooch, ooch, ooch. Ooch. punch it up. Um, yeah, he, he he filmed this entire special just in one room by himself, and it, what I like about it, it starts off like it's basically it's mostly musical. It's mostly him singing funny songs or introspective songs, but then. It's interspersed with him the pro- with the process of him making it, and it starts off pretty intently to be funny. So the first two songs are actually pr- really really funny, uh, or maybe the first four or five actually. And then as it goes on, as he's spending longer by himself, they start getting a little bit more introspective and a bit weird. And some of them are really fucking dark. Mm. And like, I've never seen a comedian be so vulnerable as in with inside. Like, there is one point where he is just, and I know this sounds really weird to sit, to like big up a show, but he's just sat there with the camera in front of him and he's talking, and then he just bursts into tears because he's really struggling with the isolation. Um, and then it just smash cuts into like him singing about Jeff Bezos for some reason because that, he just his mind is, is, that the the Jeff, is that where the Jeff Bezos yeah. was? Like, <coughs> born in 1960, that one. Yeah. 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 Someone's he's got, he's, done, he's, sorry, he's, he's, got, he's here. Someone's he's done a music video songs. to that. You need to look it up. Fucking incredible. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. Um he's got two songs about Jeffrey Bezos in it because it's just one point where he's like talking about the consumerist nature of the, of the world or something like that. And then just cuts to him singing Jeffrey Bezos <laughs> at the top of his voice. <laughs> um but like the so- the songs that he's written are not just not just funny but also like kind of really um insightful and on the money. And I've got, a, I've got a, a couple of sets of lyrics here from some of the songs. The first one is my favourite one on it, which is Welcome to the Internet, which is a song about just how terrible and awful the internet can be. Um, I used it as an outro, didn't I, on our pitch? You did, one you of did, yeah. Ones, it, like, you were talking about it on that, and I started listening to it. I was like, this is like perfect for the outro such music. A, it's such a good show. So, every, every, I mean, most people have heard the meme of the chorus, which is, could I interest you in everything all of the time? A little bit of everything all of the time. Apathy is a tragedy and boredom is a crime. Anything and everything all of the time. That describes Which this is, podcast. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> and my but sex the, life. This, Whoa! This, <laughs> the, the second part of the song slows down and it becomes this weird little... The hell was that? Notification. Oh, Candy's gifting subs again. Sorry. Is that what that noise <laughs> was? I didn't just mean to make you just, jump. Just audio notification I've not heard before. No, it was a biggie <laughs> opening a can, I think. Yes, it was. Perfect time. I don't know, I don't know how, you need, how you do this without... You just do it. People love that ASMR, just like cracking a spec. Pride, pro, pro, uh, you just edit it out, won't he? You're right. Yeah, but uh, yeah, the 
so yeah, the second half of the song gets really slow and really respectful, and, and it's basically talking to a child that was born in the last 20 years, effectively. Um, and it's just got this set of lines here, which I just absolutely love, which basically define the internet for me. So it's, uh, look at you, you unstoppable, watchable. Your time is now, your insides out, honey, how you grew. And if we stick together, who knows what we'll do? It was always the plan to put your world in your hand. And then he just starts cackling like a madman. Because the whole idea of the internet was just to give pe- make the world smaller, gives everyone the ability to talk, talk to each other and communicate and be more than just individuals. And it's been so twisted and horrible and turned around. And it's true. And that's, that's because you spend your time on Reddit and stuff. See, I'm, I'm, oh, yeah. I'm very innocent on the internet. I only go on Pornhub comments and Discord, really. And Twitter. It's nice. Mm-hmm. I'll try and avoid Reddit. Yeah. But since I, the I, incident. I, yeah. Stop going I, I on 4chan. <laughs> the, 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 the other one I like, and this one is uh, Pip's favourite, which is um, stickers a touch below everyone else's volume. He's just quiet. Steak, bring, steak, bring the mic closer to you. He's just a quiet um, boy. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, I White Woman's Instagram is the other song I love. <laughs> and and basically, White Woman's Instagram, I think, calls out every white woman who is on Instagram. Because it is, I mean, it called <laughs> out Pip. It called her out in about 11 different it's ways. It's like that latte foam art, isn't it? Stuff like that. Yeah, it's that's like... exactly it. So that, that's, that, that's one of the lyrics. Mm. So, um, like, the second verse is, latte foam art, tiny pumpkins, fuzzy comfy socks. <laughs> a coffee table made out of driftwood, a bobblehead of Ruth Bader Ginsburg, a needle point of a fox. Some random quote from Lord of the Rings, incorrectly attributed to Martin Luther King. <laughs> <laughs> you shall not pass, Martin Luther King. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah I, I, I love it. So, and, like, I haven't listened, I don't, haven't listened to a lot of music for a couple of years because I really haven't found a lot of music that has inspired me or kind of caught my attention. And I've had hit the album of these songs on just pretty constantly for about two months now. I absolutely adore it. So if you haven't seen Bo Burnham's Inside, watch it. It's a hard watch in places. Like yeah, it can be, it's quite can be quite upsetting seeing like the turmoil he's going through because, especially with uh, as someone who's dealt with kind of depression, anxiety as well. It's like I see a lot of the same the same things in him that happened to me over the years. It's just like you just want to give him a hug. Mm. He's really struggling and losing it, but. What he comes out with at the end is so magnificent. I'll be his boyfriend if he needs a boyfriend. <laughs> I don't think he's gay. Oh, all right. Yeah. Um, also, the ending song "Goodbye." Every time I listen to it, it just it still gives me goosebumps. It's just so good. So yeah, those are my things of the year: Dune and uh, Bill Burnham's Inside. Excellent, excellent. We'll move on to me actually, because um, I don't want to get too drunk. Um, the first thing I want to talk about is obviously on everyone's lips. It's tick, tick, boom. Um, I'm not into musicals that much, and it's, you really like the Hives. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, joke! Uh, tick, tick, boom! Is the Andrew Garfield? As you know, he's one of my boyfriends. Um, <clears throat> it's the um, it's the Jonathan Larson uh, biopic type thing. Um, I spoke about it on the podcast massively. It's Lin Manuel Miranda's di- is it his directorial debut, Stig. Yep. Yeah, and he's it just knocks it out of the park. I just. Like you with Inside, I've just been listening to that soundtrack nonstop. Yeah. Now, it's a Broadway soundtrack, so I've had it a little bit quieter on the bus and on, on the commute, so these ad boys behind me don't hear me listening to Tick, Tick, Boom! You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't need that in my life. Unless pulling you're up, still sitting there doing that. Pulling on my ponytail, like, look at this fucker. <laughs> <laughs> listening to show tunes. But yeah, it's just... 
I don't know, it's just hit me really, really good. I mean, I'm a musician, Gadget's a musician. You know what it's like when you've got writer's block and stuff like that. And you, oh, it's awful. And, and you just you pick up a guitar and you go, I hate this. Or I, I, I go to my piano and I'm like, I hate this too. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's just awful. So it, I don't know, it struck a chord with me. And I know it's, it's, it's like a, it's, it's, it's nothing new. It, this came out in the 90s. But it's obviously a modern film. It's on Netflix. You should you should watch it because Andrew Garfield's in it. He sings and he's really good and he's pretty, and everyone in it's pretty. It's just a really good, really good film. And um, but <clears throat> the main thing that's really captured my imagination this year is Monster Hunter Rise. Oh, it's so good. It's my game of the year. There's no better game than Monster Hunter Rise. Um, you know I love my Switch because I can walk around the house with my Switch. No, you can play it lying down. That's the real reason you love okay. the Switch. You can play yeah, it lying I can, down. I can lay down with game. it and, and get tired and it bang on my head, <laughs> which has happened <laughs> far too many times. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know what it was. I mean, beginning of the year, we all started playing it together, didn't we, Gadget? Um, me, yeah. you, John, Cheetah mainly, uh, Punk. We were, all just, <clears throat> we were all just being hunters together. We are all just hunter boys. And I don't know. Hunter it just, boys. Just, yeah, that's right. <laughs> hunter boys. boys. Just hunters being dudes. Yeah, we were just being dudes and, and slaying monsters. If you don't know what monsters is, I did speak about it before, but it's... It, it, that's what it says on the team, It literally is. It's the Ron Seal of games. <laughs> you hunt monsters and turn them into armour. Now, this is really accessible because the series in general isn't. It's, no, it's, it's very I, Japanese. I, I remember when I, had a, I borrowed a 3DS for a little while and I tried playing... Is it Monster Hunter Generations Four or something like that? Three, probably. What, whichever one was on the 3DS, and I remember. Oh, serious! Shut up. Yeah, I, I remember <laughs> getting through the opening cutscene, getting to the village, and having no fucking clue what to do because it did not give you a tutorial message at all. Yeah, 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 yeah. You had to dive into menus to find a tutorial, but this one yeah. it just it slots you in perfectly. It gives you like a good five or six monsters that are not too tough. And it, it, I mean, the grotesque. Remember the penis one we thought? <laughs> Horrendous. <laughs> what, a, what a creepy, horrible beast. You had it as a weekly artwork one week. Yeah, people What's needed to see it. But I, yeah, he just hit. And I haven't played it as much as everyone else has this year. Like, some people put like 90 to 100 hours into it. I haven't Don't played. Yeah, I haven't played games that much this year. Um, it's been it. It's been it. I've, I've got. I've done a bit of a stick this year. I've been watching films and TV shows more than games because it's just suited where I'm where I'm at in my head. And and TV's been really fucking good this year. Thanks for that stick. Um, yeah, there will be there will be adverts all the way through this, <coughs> and patrons will see. Stream ads. <laughs> That's it, the Kezu. That's that's the one, the Kezu. Hoodie. That yeah, that's it, punk. Um, but yeah, um, I, I don't know. I, I think 30, 30 to forty hours. I, I started it again recently as well, and it's just it's just really nice. And it's my favourite biome that they've done. It's a it's an Asian theme, and it looks pretty. The, the maps are brilliant. It's just it just hits, and they're pumping content out constantly. Oh, it's great. They were having like um, the constant releases of like new hunts or like variations on hunts rapidly, and then there was like new monsters and shit. And yeah, it was just. It was this thing that Kotaku said, uh, and I know, get ready. It's a Kotaku thing. They said it's Animal Crossing for bigger boys. And I were like, but (laughs) it it, kind of has that Animal Crossing, like it's pumping out stuff constantly at you, and you can constantly be playing it. You'll never run out of content whatsoever. And. Again, I've seen it as low as thirty-five quid now because it's 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 not a first-party game, even though it's exclusive to the Switch. 
for it's now. Coming to PC, coming to PC this uh, in 2022. Oh yeah, and I will probably rebuy it for the PC <laughs> yeah. because it's on the RE engine. It looks <clears throat> incredible on the Switch. I have no idea how they managed to make it look that good on the Switch. Just imagine how good it's going to look on the fucking PC. Yeah. It's just, it's just such a stellar piece of work. It's, it reminds you why you love games and yeah. why you love to not do work. <laughs> do you know what I mean? And, and not speak to your family and stuff like that. It's just perfect. If you've not played Monster Hunter Rise, it's a brilliant jumping on point to the series. It's a soft reboot in a way. Well, I think World was the soft reboot, wasn't it? On, on the, on they're not, they're, they're, they're <clears> not interlinked <throat> with each other, all the Monster Hunter <clears throat> games, though. They're all kind of reasonably... No, they're, they're in the same universe rather than World. Yeah. yeah. I played Monster Hunter World briefly. I've got to mm. the, the main village and kind of had no idea what I was doing. Yeah, yeah. same. Yeah, I, I went think that's blind. a lot of people's experience of Monster Hunter before Rise. See, what mm. Rise does, it has, it has all your merchants clumped together. You're not wondering about Lost and stuff like that. It's just it's a, it, perfect. It also goes overboard on tutorializing, which can be a little bit annoying, but it's also <clears> like rather than the older games where you've got to go through menu after menu after menu to work out how you fucking craft an item. This one's just constantly showing you things, and there's tons of systems in it, but it's pretty good at just showing you them when you first encounter them. Yeah. Rather than giving you these abstract things like, oh, you'll have to do this in an hour, you'll have to do this in about three hours, you know? Yeah, and I've restarted it, and you can turn the tutorials off as well if you're not even a newcomer to it, so it's just... I was still getting tutorials 25 hours in. Oh, I was, (laughs) I was, but yeah, it's just... If you, literally, if you've got a switch, just lie in there. Just, I mean, I don't think anyone's got a switch, just lie in there. Everyone's always on it, aren't they, but... Get get Monster to Rise and then get Loop Hero. <laughs> yes, get Loop Hero. But yeah, they're mine. So we'll move on gladly to Biggie. Hello. So um, <laughs> for me, I just got a list of things I wanted to very briefly talk about. Um, my game of one of the years was The Last of Us Part Two. Because um, I finally got around to playing that. Spoke about it on the pods. Um, blew me away. Such an uplifting time you had. <laughs> Yeah. It's such, such a great game. <laughs> but um, yeah, I loved it. I, I just, you know, I've got all sorts of thoughts about that game. But yeah, really, really good. Um, very impressive from Naughty Dog. Excellent stuff. Uh, film of the year for me um, is also June. Um, really enjoyed that. Um, but you guys have already spoken much about that. Um, I want to talk about the TV show of the year for me is Ted Lasso. Oh, mm. yes. Yeah, I almost went for that. Ted Lasso. Yes, which boy. It's just superb. And <clears throat> anyone who hasn't seen it and doesn't like football, don't worry about it. It's not really that much about football. It isn't. It so there's about two minutes of football in the entire series. Yeah. It? It, We've not even just... seen a full match in it. Have you I, like I think even if you're not into football, the jokes around it you'll <clears throat> still enjoy. Yeah, yeah. exactly. You, you, yeah. They've obviously got players in the TV series that are based on you know parody of people that you you know as celebrities in football and ted lasso doesn't oh, even man. know a thing about football in general anyway so yeah. <laughs> but I, I think i think that's why it works with a non-football fan yeah. like because ted has no fucking clue about anything about football and even into the second season he still hasn't learned a jot about the, game. the first season was like so when's the end of the quarter it's like fucking hell come on <laughs> <laughs> yeah that, that press conference is fantastic but yeah it, it's just really uplifting um it, it's got a heart as well there's Quite a, a, a little sad story going on in, in between it all as well. But it, it's just brilliantly done. Really, really surprised me. And I, Also, Coach Beard is the best man on oh, TV. He's oh, he's fantastic. Yeah, that, that's that what Coach you Beard episode is incredible. A positive mm. relationship oh, yeah. as well. And and what a friend. And it's You don't see that many people now, apart from us five, obviously. Um, even Nathan, mm. who's kind of like the joke of the show, but even he has his <coughs> guiding moment as well. I don't like, I don't like him. What, no. Yeah, I don't like him. I like what they did to him. We've all gone off him. Have you watched the, watched the second season, though, Biggie? No. 
Mm. Oh, I don't say anything, everybody. Nobody's oh. talking. Nobody's talking. Talk. on about Ted Lasso, like we like it's this this season from this year you've watched. Okay, I'll have to be. Have to. <laughs> we still love Nathan. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nate. Yeah, let's go past. Can we just can we just edit that out and start again? Right, so Nate. <laughs> no, it's like Nate the Great. It's great. It's really good. Yeah, I love that. Um, album of the year. Already covered them on the show. Is Children of Zeus. Um, awesome R and B, hip hop, soul. They sponsor you, don't they? Yeah, if only. Uh, I went to see them live as well, um, and it was just yeah, awesome. You took a night off from the pod to go and see. He went moshing. Yeah, he went moshing to Children of Zeus, and it was awesome. Um, so yeah, a fantastic gig. Um, but the the last few things I really want to talk about is the thing that is kind of makes me a bit sad as well. Is that I finally finished Final Fantasy VII. <laughs> I mean, did you? We didn't see the end. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It was a really lovely blue screen. Yeah. Little squares bouncing. Yeah, I, I did not so see it didn't the happen. End. Didn't happen. Nope, but there is no proof. Comfort game, and I finished it after all this time. Guess what? There's a remake out. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> There's also a sequel. You can do Final Fantasy Eight or Nine. Yes, oh, the, yeah. oh, Crisis Core. Get a PSP. Mm. No one wants to play Crisis Core. <laughs> no one wants to play Crisis Core. There's no, a Cerberus. No one wants Metagia Cerberus either. That's but a terrible I do game. Have I know. A platinum trophy for that, so I'm very happy with that. Oh, yes. You got um, the gold chocobo and everything, didn't you? I really had to do a bit of grinding for some of the things to get those trophies. So, yeah, got that done. Um, I covered Twitch. I talked about um, Twitch TV, the fact that we're on it now, um, just seeing the what? DJs. Are we? Really uplifted me. Um, this year. Um, it's just superb. Just go and check out Twitch for DJs music you're into you'll be surprised what you'll find absolutely awesome um and the last two things i want to talk about is the fact that um we stepped our game up this year we've done all sorts of things we've got scorch sheep we've got um, our patron specials that everyone's been involved with everyone's done all sorts of stuff it's incredible um stiggy's been awesome with the socials gadget obviously with the editing stiggy with the editing um joe doing all the artwork um oodles being the host thank you me just sexual <laughs> raw energy. I think sexual and raw energy are vital components to any podcast. Yeah. Because we've got to get the boys in, haven't we? Yes. But um, we got some guests on, which was fantastic. That just God. really f- was special for us. Mm. Uh, thank you to Ross and Helen for coming on, and we've got more to come. Mm. Don't, don't forget the Dungeon Dungeons Dads. Dads. Yeah. Oh, the Dungeons and Dads as well. And we've we got Hideo had... Kojima on in January. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we had a step in um, editor as well, which was uh, the B Punk. DVP. Oh, Punk were really, well. yeah, Punk, Punk. That was a good episode. We haven't even really <laughs> spoke about that, but thank you, Punk, for being a really good, um, what's that word, mod, moderator. And yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you were really good at stepping in as Gadget, Gadget with hair, basically. <laughs> but with an accent. Yeah, I mean, Gadget's got a fucking strong accent in general anyway. So, yeah. We what the fuck you're talking about, Lee. <laughs> we replaced an accent you. with an accent. And, yeah, thank you very much for that, mate. I know you won't take my thanks, but these guys are thanking you. Or wherever you are, I can't see where the screen is. <laughs> and in, 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 in terms of guests, we've got, we've got plans for some great ones uh, for mm-hmm. next year. Yep. We're going to be sort of emailing around. and They're not going to say no. No, we're too too awesome. I mean, I mean, the sequelizers are practically begged to come on in January. That is actually happening as well, isn't it? (laughs) It is. Yeah, yeah. No, we legitimately have the sequelizers coming on next year. Yeah, either late January or early. Award-winning podcast. Yeah, and we're we're guesting on their live stream. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. That's it. Yeah, yeah. 
I think we've got so, a few um, as well. I've got. I've, I think he's talking yeah. about cruise control, isn't he? Speed two. <laughs> I'm going on another podcast at some point. It's yet to be finalised the date yet, but uh, me and me and Deadbeat Punk are going to double team that together. What is it? A wrestling Ooh. podcast? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. Oh, let's speak which... more about it towards. towards it just reminded me. Um, yeah, really proud of the people that have been following our pod. Have now started their own. Mm. Um, you've got the not being seen yet. The, what not the been seen yet. Who was that? What the fuck don't you want? Um, and um, <laughs> what the fuck don't you? Want? <laughs> I see what you're doing. You're doing a little joke, yeah, aren't you? Korean pot noodles or something. This is why no, we don't do it live. I wondered when the racism was gonna come in. <laughs> but no, I'm really glad John's not in the chat right now. Wonderful to see them uh, get their um, their own crack at it, and they've all been really good, all superb. Let's not forget, um, we was on a radio show as well. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah we were yeah, as well. Yeah, we, yeah, we were on Monk's Boys one. Insane Monk's Boy is now in the chat, oh, is and he? he is pissed. Oh. Yeah, he's been drinking rum all afternoon. Oh, that's my boy. Nice. That was, I, used, I, used, I used to hate night. that monkey, but now night. I love that monkey. Yeah, yeah please. I've forgotten everything we've done. Wow, we've done so much. And actually, do you know what I? I say I fucked, um, we got through the Patreon bit, but I completely forgot to mention how much we'd done with that this year and, and, and to thank everyone for their support and everyone who's Tell everybody how patron. many Patreon episodes we've actually done this year. So if you include the extended editions, the early access to Scott Sheep and all the specials in since the start of June, that's 70 exclusive Patreon We've podcasts. literally done more Patreon content than normal content. Yeah. <laughs> I say this, this is episode 67 of the podcast. So when people yeah. say again. value for money for £7.50, come on. Come on, everyone in the chat, just get on that biggie bundle now. Everyone listening in the future, just, you're getting so much. And some <clears> of it, <throat> don't worry, I'm not on it. So it's even better. <laughs> <laughs> even better. <laughs> But lastly, just very quick, I wanted to say, of course, that we had our meet-up. And I appreciate Oodles couldn't make it. That was uh, beyond his control. But it was just nice to meet in person. Mm. That yeah, I got the Rona, nice didn't I? Special. Yeah. I, I, I think we should do that meet-up again, maybe February, March time. But we'll book exactly the same place because it was fucking I want to see all so these good. weird <laughs> statues and so ornaments good. that were there. You, you, showed me, yeah. you showed me loads of photos. I'm like, where the fuck are you, the 70s? It, oh. No. Every decade from the 30s <laughs> onwards. And the fact that Stig had an early morning just before leaving hot tub time on his own. If I was there, I'd have been straight <laughs> in there the with wrestling. him. Oh. That that's whole because, house was like a flashback for me. That's because I didn't drink on the second day. I woke up, decided I'll, I'll clean up. And then for because of the day before, I'd kind of postponed recording for a little bit for reasons. <laughs> and then I was like, well, if this hot tub's on, I might as well use it. So... Instantly, if anyone wants a really good laugh, listen back to Scorch Sheep episode 13 and you'll hear how ill Stick was. <laughs> the fact is that that episode is like just under an hour long and he's not in it for about 40 minutes. I remember, I remember, I remember when, you, acting to the when, next when, you, when you dropped the. Uh, it was perfect, really, for the, the actual episode. I remember when you dropped the, the uh, edited audio and I was like, is Stick even in this? You're like, oh, he's there, nope. but in the, he's in the building. But he's not literally. Barely. He's just like, Bleh! and then he comes back at the end and just steals the thunder because Stig is a great D and D player, guys. I know it's it, it, it's shocking considering he's such a you know he is that he is like a Chad of the group. He, he's so into such as nerdy shit. Yeah, <laughs> it's so into playing Stigveld. I, 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 I love it. I when I listen back, like 
I'm barely putting a character voice on or anything like that, and I'm barely even stepping out of my own bounds of being a sex goblin. Uh, but <laughs> you guys are proper putting you... so much effort in, and I'm like, oh, I need to kill this character off. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm still amazed you picked a halfling to play. You could have played a goblin. Oh, don't tell me that now. Oh, I just like. Re- we all know you're like going to go for your gun with your next yeah, character. So. But yeah, if you're not into D and D, trust me, I'm not. Just listen to it. But yes, <laughs> thank you very much for that, Biggie. Let's see what Stig has liked this year. What do you like, uh, Stig? Well, I've, I'm going to leave a few back for the Patreon section, a few honourable mentions. Ooh. So if you want to hear those, then you'll have to sign up for the Patreon. <clears throat> Patreon.com forward slash modern escapism. ABC, always be closing. <laughs> um, but one thing I do want to mention before all that is, Biggie, you can turn off for a bit if you'd like, but... Uh, First off, I just want to mention AEW Wrestling because wrestling. it has... Right, off for a week. <coughs> Whoa! It is, it, well, it is, it is that good. It is that good, Biggie. <laughs> Who just thought Bigly, Biggie would be the problematic one? You're Bigly now, by the way. I like how you call him Bigly. <laughs> Bigly. <laughs> can, can, people in the chat, can we get Bigly trending, please? <laughs> Fucking Bigly. Fucking hell, Biggie. <laughs> Right. It's within the realms, is it not? Anyway, yeah, I just wanted to mention it because they've absolutely stepped up the game in terms of entertainment-wise for pro wrestling. It's been absolutely incredible. Uh, they brought back the likes of CM Punk after seven years. I talked about that. The tag division in that it, on that show is absolutely incredible. Uh, Daniel uh, Brian Danielson, sorry, uh, has come back. They brought in Adam Cole and just the matches they're doing all the, every week, the pay-per-views they're doing, the all-out pay-per-view is incredible. The full gear was in, pay-per-view is incredible. Um, Adam Page won the title after, and this story has been going on for about a year and a half. Long-term booking is what makes wrestling fun, where you have, it's not just month to month, and we just throw a random guy in. Like the, There's an actual story there. There's a payoff. Um, and he actually faced... Dan, uh, Brian Danielson on this week's Dynamite, and they went an hour long. The match was an hour long. How the hell do you have an hour long wrestling like match? Are they only <gasps> dead at the end of it? And and ended ended in a draw as well. Mm. But it worked because the storytelling is that fucking good, and that's the difference. You've got great storytelling, you've got great wrestling, and that's all you need. That's so just <clears throat> just as a not a specific question about this event for AEW, or. Is there any point to watching WWE anymore? No, it's a fuck. I don't he think anybody said any year, good things about this. You're like, you're no. like, it's such such pageantry, the WWE. It's just not... It, it's a variety show. Yeah, yeah. It's ridiculous. They did a whole... At Survivor Series, they did a whole fucking skit around um, Red Notice. You know the egg from Red Notice? Yeah. So I've not seen it, but I know about this. So this year was The Rock's 25th anniversary of Survivor Series. So you'd think... We'd be, oh, we'll make a big deal of that, obviously, because The Rock is obviously one of the biggest stars in the world right now. And you think rather, he finished his cooking by now as well? Yeah. They... <laughs> oh, come on, mate! Yeah, I got it. I got it. You like get a yellow card soon, you. <laughs> and they didn't eat right, so The Rock couldn't be there because he was in Australia doing some films, and obviously due to uh, quarantine and everything, it just didn't work out. But he, they did, he couldn't even get him to do a video message. How could you not? Really? How could you centre a show around one of your biggest stars ever, his twenty fifth anniversary, and not even get him to do a video message? That's how like, that's how no, how much no one cares. 
And yeah, the viewing figures and the sales numbers and the money for WWE will be miles higher. But obviously, of course it will. It's a pretty 50-year-old company. What do you expect? But in terms of the entertainment value, it's absolute dross. And AEW has literally lit a fire in me about wrestling again. It's got me loving watching it weekly, wanting to watch it weekly, wanting to see their shows. They only do four pay-per-views a year, so it's not one every month. So every so they're not spamming you. No, so every pay-per-view feels special. They'll if, so what they'll do is if they've got a storyline going on, going this need this title match needs to happen soon. They'll just chuck it on free TV, and you get like that. You get an hour-long title fight for free on TV. Wasn't that what what WWF at the time did with like Attitude and Raw and that you would have the storylines going on the weekly shows? Yeah. But have your title fights on the big... Yeah, it usually ends in the the pay-per-view. Unless they want to do something like kind of out there and special, they'll do it. But yeah, but I just wanted to mention that because it's been been so good. And uh, Sly Reflex has been speaking to me, DMing me about it a lot. Um, Is he a wrestler? No, he's... (laughs) One of our listeners. Slow. I know he is. I'm joking. It's a joke. He's there in the chat there right now. There he is. There he is. Um, yeah, the Wednesday AEW shows are even better than WWE's pay-per-views. So. You, see, you see, I really, I, I mean. Oh, so, I, so, so, sorry. So, Go on. Sorry, sorry. With, with the Wednesday ones, that, that's just their, week, that's their weekly show. show yeah. that's, so that's better than a WWE pay-per-view. Yeah. This is this is what I'm know, saying. Why would anybody bother with WWE? I used to really adore the Attitude Era. That's that's when I stopped when that ended. And if let's say I jumped into AEW now, would I get that kind of buzz that I used to get for the Attitude Era? You might do. You're better off asking Sly because he's more of a lapsed fan than I was. Really? Oh right. Yeah. Oh, so he's just come back in. Yeah. I, I hate. With I hated well, that when it? like the Attitude Era ended. It, it, obviously, didn't say the Attitude Era has ended. That wasn't. Do you know what I mean? But you could see. Yeah. The, the, it was just it was just getting weird. That was going to be one of my uh, honorable mentions for roasting the glasses, actually. Yeah, that I could have made last week. I used to um, fucking love wrestling. Maybe, maybe I, I, I was just a kid, and do you know what yeah. I mean? I'm not saying it's for children. Don't get me wrong, but I were into a lot. This different is more grown up as well. Like I know it sounds silly, but just being able to swear and have a bit of blood and have a bit more violence. I used to fucking love Steve Austin it's coming that, down. Pumping beer that, into people's I mean, faces and stuff. Yeah, that just that kind of thing, just something that's more relatable than to people yeah. doing Nickelodeon style comedy. <laughs> anyway, that's not what I wanted to talk about. I only wanted to quickly mention. <laughs> oh my them. god, we did ten minutes on wrestling. <laughs> exactly. I, I was going to forget Sly's so wrestling as well. Yes, I just, yeah. Let's make a note that Sly Reflex is actually doing a, a Fire Pro stream where he does the commentary with one of his friends and. It's a simulation of um, a wrestling show with characters. Me and Biggie are the escapees Shit. tag team. <laughs> I didn't even... What? That's cool. I am I am 3-0 currently. Haven't lost it. Haven't lost a fight. And this week, Biggie won a a what was it, eight man uh, battle royal kind of um, by knocking the two people out with a punch. That's what he did. So basically, he, he won the match by just sparking two people out. And <laughs> and it was, I was watching it, I was like, that was incredible. Big show. <laughs> if people in yep. the chat click on Sly Reflex's name, I'm sure they'll find his, uh, his Twitch channel. Yeah. Get on it, guys. Anyway, uh, my main thing, and settle down, because this is a bit of a story. <laughs> oh, God. Strap in, oh. guys. So the date was the 21st of December 2019. Ooh. The place, Empire Cinema. The film? Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> a god-awful hodgepodge of a film <laughs> written and directed by the true Star Wars fans of Reddit. 
But unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately for me, this would be the last film I saw in the cinema for well over a year. As we know, it's a const- pretty rough film to end on. Same, yeah, it was for me. Same film. The world shut down. Cinemas were shut. Every and everything we were excited to see got delayed time and time and time again, to the point where at one point they were going to put it all on streaming services, which would have been a travesty. Uh, we had a bit of a brief respite last year. I think they in the summer, but there was nothing worth visiting. Even Christopher <coughs> Nolan's film uh, Tenant, I wasn't interested in like, risking it oh, at you, the time. You didn't watch Tenet, did you? I haven't watched it yet, but at the time, I didn't. It w- wasn't worth the risk to go back to the cinema, and I just yeah. didn't want to go at that time. So then we get to May 2021. Uh, life seems to feel like it's returning a bit to normal. Cinema starts to open bit by bit, and mm. 17th of May, the cinemas open full-time, and we start getting some stuff back in them. So... I my favorite thing this year, as you can tell, is the fact that I have been able to go back to the cinema. It's best place to wank. Mm. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I um, am a father with a wife who works shifts, so getting to the cinema isn't always easy. <clears throat> oh. uh, but this year, I have pretty much made sure that I've gone and seen everything I wanted to see in the cinema. So I didn't go back um, until August, and the first film I went back to see was The Suicide Squad. Yeah. And that did not disappoint. I absolutely love that. Mm. It wiped the awful taste that was Rise of Skywalker clean away. And this year, not only have I seen that, I got to see Shang-Chi. It was enjoyable. It wasn't as good as I wanted it to be, but I enjoyed it. Uh, The French Dispatch, I absolutely loved. I watched that the same day that I watched June. I mean, that was a fucking good day for you. Back you yeah, back. you sound like you had a really good day, full of popcorn, nachos, hot dogs. Oh, I had, I had a lot of nachos mm. with some mozzarella sticks and a big, big, a big oh, drink. I fucking love mozzarella sticks. Fuck, the fucking stinker sitting next to him and <laughs> see you after he'd eaten all that. I was going to say, was that before he got the food? or No, no, no it, was, it was after he had the food. <laughs> right. I, I was full of cold and all I could smell was right. fucking nachos. So cheese. you got the smell of nacho cheese. I got your cold. So I think yeah, we're, true. I think we're That's because you were necking. Yeah, yeah, it was that. <laughs> well, what else are you going to do? In I know. I, I, went yeah, own, I went on my own. I went on my own today, and I was necking myself. <laughs> but yeah, I love the French Dispatch, and June is my favorite film of the year. So, bang it exactly. I, it was just a great day You're to correct, cinema. Spy, by the way, been to see Ghostbusters Afterlife, which I absolutely loved. I've taken the kids as well, so they went to Ghostbusters. We went seeing Canto and Ron's Gone Wrong, both excellent children's film. But last night, I got to see the one film. That I wanted to see more than anything, more than June. June might be my favorite film of the year, but the one film that I want to see more than anything over everything, uh, or Wednesday night, in fact, sorry, not last night, was Spider Man No Way Home. <laughs> Fucking incredible. I absolutely mm. loved I it. I need to see absolutely that. loved it. And I can't go into uh, spoiler territory. <laughs> sorry, Punk's just gone the Pixar Pounder. <laughs> the Pixar Pounder. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hellfire. <laughs> That's what killed me. I nearly, I nearly had all that vape in me. You know when you get that, oh, God, that yep. fucking yep. bastard. I hate him. <laughs> but this is the culmination of Tom Holland's Spider-Man. It's his trilogy, and he put everything into this role. This is the best I've ever seen him in the MCU, I think, in terms of playing Spider-Man, in terms of the emotion he shows, his acting ability. There are times in this film where you just, where you just, I, I kind of in awe at how good of an actor he is. 
and the villains that they've brought back. Everyone knows, obviously, there's villains from previous Spider-Man films in this. Uh, Alfred Molina is brilliant, but Willem Dafoe is <gasps> fucking on one and absolutely incredible. He's the, he's my favourite actor in the film. Honestly, he is so good. You think at how manic and crazy he was as the Green Goblin in that, in that first Spider-Man film. He's turned that up to 10. So good. It's so fucking good. So good. And everything around just what they do with it has just been incredible. The the team as well, so um, MJ and Ned, they don't get left out of this film. I was a bit worried that by having all these villains and having Doctor Strange in there and all the Spider-Man thing, they kind of get pushed to the side. But they're just as integral to to uh, this story as as anything, and I really enjoyed it for that. But yeah, I I am doing a spoiler special on this. I didn't know whether I was going to do one because I just didn't know if I am going to be bothered to edit another podcast this year. But there's too much to talk about that I can't talk about on a regular pod. Yeah, it's so really good. If any of you guys want I to be really on that, want to see it. go go watch it and come and join us on it. I mean, Oodles on it because there's a lot to say it's about It's rare this. that I come out of a Marvel film, especially or a comic book film, and I've got no real, like, that's not what they did in the books, that kind of thing that Gadget just assumes I'm like constantly. Um, I just came out of it like, wow. To, to be fair, if you go into the MCU spoilers channel in our Discord, there is a lot of you going, <laughs> it's not like that in the books. <laughs> yeah, I know. Not me. Not, 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 not me. This is me. This is all me. No, no, no. Not, not you, Stig. I'm talking, I'm talking, I'm talking about Oodles. Like, there is a I, lot of you books. doing books. They're that. all I've got more. I've got piles. Yeah, it's... Um, you need to see I've, it. It's, um, I, I've obviously not seen um, Candy's Dune, but um, it's my film of the year. So... I, I I desperately want to see it because I mean Spider Man is one of my favorite superheroes, but I, I also absolutely adore Tom Holland's portrayal of Spider Man. Yeah, he's been the best so far, out of three for, good for me, ones yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, I, I don't I don't think Toby or Andrew are bad. No, <laughs> but I just I think Tom Holland for me he has the right mix of that teenage. No one innocence. will ever beat my Andrew. I think, I think nobody I think will beat my Andrew. I that is perfectly fine for you to believe, but I believe that. Tom Holland gets the teenager thing. I think Andrew Garfield plays yeah, like an older yeah, Spider-Man better. But yeah, I, I, I like. I just love Tom Holland's portrayal of yeah, him. It's a stellar film, and Stig is is correct. It is a, a thing of the year, and that's our things of the year. Um, I just want to just perch a little a, a second on. Um, basically, I, I want to kind of thank all of you for this this year because we had a big re. Oh, he's been on the hoot. Getting emotional. Uh, we, we did, he's going to be crying in the corner. No, no but we, we, we did a big, we did a big, <laughs> we did a big rebrand this year. Yeah, and we we, yes. we had controversy. We had um, we had a great. I mean, the community in general. You lot listening and writing and just everything about it. It's just really good. It's great for my ego. I mean, probably bad for my ego. I know you're not all here for me. I get that, um, but. I mean, to be fair, it's why we keep punk around. He's he always done it for me. He's, 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 he's a hired person for me. He keeps me centred. Mm. We need <laughs> yeah, punk. You can never, never, he's, he's, he's on our staff, so absolutely. Uh, but yeah, he's... <laughs> Monk's boy saying, get on with it. <laughs> Dude! <laughs> Fucking hate that monkey. Monkey. <laughs> but yeah, I just want to thank you for like taking a stab at us with like Scott's Sheep. Um, again, mm. great title for a podcast. 
I named it. Um, <laughs> it took us about three <laughs> weeks to get the title for that podcast. There was, there was so like I think the first idea that we had was Dungeons and Dickheads. Dungeons and Dickheads, which also we would have worked that for really. so long. <laughs> <laughs> Dungeon Dummies yeah. was one, but who doesn't like being yeah. called a dummy? Just there, the, there were so many things where it was like dungeons and or something and dragons. And I think I think I was boozing that night, and I just went, "Do dragons dream of Scott's sheep?" And you all went, <laughs> "We've done it! We've done it!" Someone's been watching Blade Runner, and I had been watching Blade Runner. <laughs> and you had been watching. Yeah, Blade Runner. I just like I am not a. Like you weren't watching Pornhub. I, I usually, I mean, I can do both at the same time, mate. I'm really good. I've got two hands. <laughs> Love the theme tune. I I made up, came up with the lyrics for that yes. theme tune. Gadget did the music. Oodles did the singing. Yeah, m- 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 Monkey does. Cl- Monk's Boy is also po- will keep pointing out to me constantly that it sounds like We Three Kings. He does. Oh, he does. He does. Uh, but yeah, don't say that. Here we go. Let's do it. <laughs> well, it's 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 because it's the um. Ah, oh, fuck off. Uh, yeah. <laughs> right, season two, new theme tune. <laughs> oh, no, I like that. I'm not singing it live either. It's coming yeah, with a hip hop style. I remember when you, when you showed me them lyrics and then you showed me, you, you made me listen to that tune and I were like, I've got it. And yeah, two takes it took me to record that and gadget to edit and make it sound like an actual song. <laughs> <laughs> took me six takes to do the bass for the vocals. It's like, I like how people think that that cough's uh, deliberate. No, it's not. <laughs> I generally just constantly cough. But I did ask you to do it. Yeah, I like it. It, does, it works. But yeah, it's like a <clears throat> yeah. That's like everybody listen. But I just yeah, I want to thank you for just because because I wouldn't say you were like begging us to do it. You were just saying I've got I've got this in mind like an actual play part. Like I I am not a D and D guy. Uh, I still aren't because I don't listen. I don't watch. I don't take any Dungeon Dragons thing in my in my brain at all, other than the actual show. And I just think it's good. And I know people that listen to this that don't listen to that because. Fucking Dungeons and Dragons, that's nerdy. It is nerdy, but we're not good at it. <laughs> gadgets, gadgets, really good at it. Um, but because he's, he's got that, he's 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 a writer for fuck's sake. Um, so he's, he's good at being a DM. Uh, it's just, it's really. I, I want everyone to jump on it as much as we the jump on Modern Escapism. We've got like ten million downloads on Modern Escapism, but only five million on Scotch Sheep. Come on. Well. I- Actually, also speaking of like champions of Scorch Sheep, um, Sergeant Story. Oh god, yeah. He can't be in the chat, but he's listening. He's got Twitch open in the car while he's driving. He's listening to us yeah. as he's driving. Oh, it Without yeah. him, we'd so be hi, lost. Sergeant Story, <laughs> we'd be lost. Yeah, thank you for sending the the dice over. Biggie really would helped. be. Yeah. <laughs> Biggie would definitely. He's, he, he's he's averaging now some good rules. Uh, one of my <laughs> one of my pals listened to it and he said he said it reminded him of painting and decorators that don't know how to paint and decorate. And I went, that's perfect. That's fucking perfect. It's yeah, about right, yeah. actually. I just want people, I, I just want to, I'm selling my shit here, but I want people to get in on it. Do you mind it? And the thing is, we, we're serious enough when we do it to a point, and then something will happen, and then we all just crack up, and it, it's, it's just bouncing back and forth between these that guys. These trying guys to mess with brought a dildo to a possible. battle. You know what I mean? Yeah, they yeah. did. Yeah. And yeah. one with it. And one with it, yeah. Like the, the, I, although, although to, to be fair, my favorite there's two my two favorite score cheat moments this year is one Pip coming in to make you feel uncomfortable. I, I hate it. I love Pip, but I hate that. <laughs> it's incredible. She's Absolutely one of the, incredible. That was so there's funny. like three women in my life that can absolutely de- destroy my confidence. She's one. <laughs> you never remember. No, she destroys um, me. And then, and then the other one was in this week's episode when when um, 
it's it's the it's the moment where where Biggie realizes I've just asked him to pull from the deck of many things. Yeah, <laughs> so funny. Because and and all all because Candy didn't roll high enough on a um a persuasion check. She rolled Sorry a twelve, and it's like, okay, then <laughs> you pick one too. It's just it's just, it's just really fun. It's it's it's, it's quite amdram, it is. isn't it? Amdram. Woo! It's. I mean, it's exactly what yeah. it is. It's it's improvised and It's just fun. It's fun. You do not need to know what Dungeons & Dragons oh. is. You just need to know that we're idiots. Holy shit. Noah's hey. Jam has just gifted five tier one subs. Oh Thanks, Noah's Jam. Wow, do I get any money you. for that? Yes, yeah, we get money Thanks, for that. Thanks, Noah's Jam. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Only five. Oh, hooch, baby! <laughs> We've only got five people watching. I can't tell. Also, also yes, Monk's Boy, um, when they get to the deck of many things in this episode, you will... Die laughing! It is so. Is that good. episode out now? It's out now. It's out today. Oh, get it on, guys. Get Ooh. it on. I fucking... episode fifteen, season finale. I found it hilarious. If you've never heard Dungeons and Dragons being played as well, or if you've never played it yourself, I think like for me going in, you don't realize actually there's very little dice rolling. There's very little oh, actual mechanics to playing the game. It's mostly just role playing and just seeing where you go with it as well. So it's basically like sort of like a radio play with a, a couple bit. of dice oh. here and there. I love a bit of role play. That's a quick question of yeah. everyone. Yep. Um, what's been your favourite thing regarding your character? Like, what have you done yourself that you you've loved the most? Very good question. So for me, I my two favourite things that I've done with Stigveld was one where he went and robbed that <laughs> shop. <laughs> that Spoiler alert! Funny. If you've not listened, I did. I didn't see that one coming. Because I was so annoyed at you. <laughs> I was trying not to laugh uh, going into that shop and doing it. And I was just like, just reach for those up there. And the. Uh, Sorry, I'm trying not to. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that the mic went live, you fool. I can't cut it out. I do it all the time on the show. <laughs> I know you're fucking terrible for it. Oh, eating. You eat into the oh, mic, you horrible, I, I, horrible bastard. I have three things. I know these are spoilers for the show. I apologize. Are we all right to spoil our it's own ours. show? Yeah, yeah. It's um, don't, uh, don't talk about the last like three episodes. No, no, no. Um, putting that guy through the saw and <laughs> manically laughing, and then to- and then throwing the bear. Throwing the bear. I mean, that's the tapestry that you're going to have on, in in your mausoleum. Oh, yeah, yeah. So good. He's like, just throw the bear. Can I throw the bear? It's like if you're all high and he enough. He did it. Yeah. I was like, I think. Yeah. That could have ended in you not throwing the bear and the bear throwing you. <laughs> yep. But yeah, that's that's what I like about it. It is amateur dramatic. It's it's just proper. It's. It's acting, but there, there are rules within this acting, and that's what makes it even fun. Because if we could just do what we wanted without dice, it'd be crap. I think it'd be absolutely garbage. And let's say you watch shows like Stranger Things and shows with D&D in it. It's not... I don't think it's as nerdy as cinema and TV portrays. Mm, I agree. No, it's... Yeah, it, it's not. It's more just... Je- it, I mean, it's more. It's like playing make believe. Well, unless you do kid. it properly, <laughs> we don't do it properly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, gadget tries his my, best. Yeah, yeah. My my favorite moments as a DM have just been like um, the characters I've played or situations where you have thought of the box. I know I say I'm annoyed about it, but the whole fucking dildo thing was fucking hysterical. <laughs> One of the funniest thing I've ever encountered. Same with Stigveld throwing the bear. But my favorite moment of playing the game has been um, in. I guess, I don't I'm not trying to spoil the last few episodes, but uh playing uh the the wizard Oropan. He's horrible. So for oh, those for those who haven't listened to Score Sheep, so my concept in this world is that to be a wizard, when you be, become a wizard, you get powers and all that, but a little bit like how it works in The Witcher with um when you become a witcher or a wizard, 
you have to give up something or something weird happens to you. Make a sacrifice to the magic. Yeah. So I have I had one wizard called Grizzle who was uh, he's an orc wizard, and for some reason, as he became a wizard, came into his powers. He just sounds angry at everything, but he's lovely and he's friendly. But he talks like this, and he's very annoyed with you and stuff like that. Nice biscuits. Yeah, nice biscuits. <laughs> but with Oropan, so with Oropan, <laughs> I thought this out ages before. And uh, they walk into his shop, and he and he's talking, the, and they want um, they, they want something to cure Stigveld because it was when Stig was really fucking hungover. Um, and I, I basically had this flash of an idea where. When he got up, instead of being this guy sat behind a desk, like he, he's kind of lifted up, and these like eight spiders' legs came out underneath oh. him. So he looked looked human. And you're terrified of spiders as well. So it's a big step for you. Oh yeah, <laughs> but he talks like this, and he's very fond of Stigveld, and he crawls up towards him, and he wraps his arms him. around him, and he's oh, he's I hate so him. Get him off the show. With him. <laughs> um, yeah, but the other thing that I absolutely adore about Scott Sheep, um, and I'm going to put it on screen now. This is just the big shout out to uh, the artwork that Candy does for the patrons. Oh, thank you very much. So I'm I'm going to put on screen if I can find the file um, the artwork that she's done for the most recent episode, episode fifteen. I'm giving giving it to you context free, but this is the artwork that she puts up every single time, and she is so good at it. And she's so good at translating. The descriptions of the characters I give and the situations, and she's so good at translating them into some wonderful artwork. So if you're a patron, you get this pretty much every episode. I think there's only two episodes where Candy hasn't had time to do any Isn't she good? She's so good. Oh, look at all of our artwork. Candy did everything. It's like a scene out of... um, Nobody cares about modern escapism's artwork. Wanker. Wanker (laughs) does them. An absolute wanker. But that that that's art. <laughs> that's art. Yeah. That's not a funny filter. Yeah. So yeah. So th- that's kind of one of my highlights of it because Candy's art is just so good for it. And it's just like, like th- that's Minerva, who is a new baddie that I've introduced into it. I didn't give a particularly detailed description of what she looks like. I just kind of said, "Oh, she looks like a really scary version of Isma from Emperor's New Groove," and that's what Candy put together. I was like, "That's amazing! I love yeah. it." I sexied her up a little bit. I have a to bit. say, I say yeah, I didn't mention that she had a midriff, <laughs> but you know, leather trousers. Shuck every woman in the in our bloody D and D world. Hello there. <laughs> every single woman. Yeah, let's, let's give Even everyone we, a little treat of, of of our voices for people that don't know it. Let's have a little. Come on, do it. Do it. Go on, Biggie. Get get Calbo out, Biggie. Here, this is me. That's Calbo, guys. Come on, let's get Stigveld in the show. He's got to get his character. I tossed a bear once. I'm very strong. We're good chunderers, don't you? Let's get Capri on it. Let's get Capri. Hello, it's me, Capri Smitty, and I basically spend my entire time... She's not Welsh. (laughs) Not Welsh. Apparently not. And I just go, hello there. This is so easy. <laughs> so easy. I just, I just do you and McGregor uh, as Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yes, uh, yes and, of, and of course, as the DM, I have all the voices. Yeah, you, no, your voice so is I, usually I, I guess, all right, I'm a company. <laughs> no, that's well, if there's no, any guard. Yeah, that's, that, that's if it's a guard. So if, they, if they encounter a guard, like if they encounter a guard, he talks a bit like this. Um, or there is Treble's, Treble's brother, Quattro, who... Um, mm. He really fucking talked like this, the old Billy Butcher voice for him. I loved him so much. <laughs> we, we spent a and lot of time Dane on that guy, didn't we? There is Dane Ashglade, the big bad evil guy, who is very fond of toying with the group, and he will just sit 
and he will taunt them in their dreams. camp as Christmas. Do you know what? I hate it when Dane comes out because he genuinely gives me the creeps as well. That voice just goes <laughs> that straight That sounds weird when me. Dane comes out. He stands up and gets Dane out. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, yeah. Old Rupan is my favourite so our far favorite. because it's so much fun to play. <laughs> but yeah, my favourite moment is just... It sounds weird, but the episodes I'm not on because I don't know what's going to happen. And I've missed like three episodes, I think. And two. two. You've missed two and so far. Oh, well, t- technically three because one was split. My favourite thing is how you as a DM have to make up an excuse why I'm not there. <laughs> <laughs> like you can't say. And, well, and, and, uh, and Tribble's the first, got the first coronavirus, time you... so he's not here. <laughs> yeah, the first time you missed an episode, you told us a week, a week in advance so I could plan mm. it in for the previous recording. But yeah, the, the, because you couldn't... Like it was literally when we went down for the for the podcast or thing. It was on the Wednesday. And full blown COVID, guys. Yeah, it was. It worked. It was, though. I think it worked really well because it, it made sense that the. Yeah, it made it made sense, but it was basically sense. basically the description was um they, they were all hung over after a really heavy night of drinking, and uh, Quattro Treble's brother walks in and goes, and they're they're all asking, "Where's Treble going?" He says, "Oh, I've sent him off on a job. He's got to do something for us." And that was it. That's all I had to do. <laughs> it just shows how how disposable and you find out we are. Why don't you? And yeah. That's yeah. you are. We, we've been we've been lucky that when you couldn't make it, we we're in a situation where the yeah. rest of us you could stay where you were, and the rest of us could go off. Yeah, we weren't. If we're in the in, of a if we're like in the middle of like a mountain yeah, you guys somewhere, and you all of a sudden can't come on. It's like, huh, where the fuck's he gone? Oh, I don't know. You, you guys haven't noticed that my character is not a fighter, and I've missed every fighting episode. Pretty much, yeah. You've only actually killed one creature. I'm fine with that. I'm not a mass murderer like you lot. No, you're just an animal torturer. Let's yeah. not talk Any, about that. Any, <laughs> anyway, because we're going on about this. To Stig's point, Candy, what was your favourite mo- score sheet moment? Uh, do you know what? I'm like you. I really love taking on the character voices and everything. I love every interaction with the cat Proserpine. But well, especially you. when I have to make up a regional accent and then you have to go with it because I've already started speaking in that particular way. And I just what, you mean like, like Gersel Womage? Yeah, Gersel Womage, <laughs> she was one of my faves. Right, me babber. E for short. <laughs> and I just see the bead of sweat kind of dripping down as you think, how am I going to replicate this accent? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I've got a little list of, um, of characters that I can do. If I ever have to use Disguise Self, which I do quite frequently, um, I've got a list of impressions that I can do. So you're gonna do it live now during recording. You just you just just, just reminded me now from episode fifteen, the fucking magician guard situation. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, that, that took me by surprise funny. as well. It took that all of us by surprise. I, I had no idea what going. Oodles is the oodles is the worst for fucking improv because his mind goes to some surreal places. <laughs> that's what keeps it fun, though, isn't it? Like I was not expecting that at all, but just sort of. That's went what with happens it. when you've got a host that's got mental illness. <laughs> you are a mental <laughs> illness. <laughs> Biggie, come on! What's your favorite moment? When it's he got, hits someone for the some first terrible time, fight. Oh, it's got to be the yeah, wrestling my, ring. My, my combat mechanics um, need some work. Um, <laughs> when I lost the dice, that was fun. Um, <laughs> that was so fun. Did that make the episode? Where he's, he's, he's going around the back of the computer, going, dice. "Where's my dice?" And, and I, I could hear, it's "Not here." <laughs> Where's it gone? Have you guys got my dice? I'm like, dude, that's 300 miles away. How have we got your dice? Have you found it yet? Yeah, 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 I found it, thank you. It were up his ass, um, probably. Sat on it. The conga. Oh, um, God. Oh, oh, yes, oh, yes. Roll D20 for conga. That was fun. The, obviously, the, the card, um, the stack of many things, which we're not going to reveal. But my, still my favourite bit, which wasn't really me, was the fact that I'd had a really bad fight 
I turned round <laughs> to my forever trusty colleague, Capri, for some inspiration, who basically gave the greatest speech that knocked JFK, Martin Luther King, <laughs> out of the park with her wonderful speech of inspiration. It was like when Mandela got and out have of to prison. Listen to the episode. It was I just you. Tongue-tied. It wasn't just that. It was right after you. Were just like, what's wrong with me, Capri? <laughs> you had this like an absolute mental breakdown, <laughs> and none of us were prepared for it. It was so <laughs> surreal. Yes, excellent. But yeah, it, it's just the role plays great fun, and it is hard sometimes to think off yeah. uh, the bat. But we get please we everybody go. just tune in to first episode, second episode. Just, just, just get it in in your podcast rotation. It's it's fun. It's not nerdy. It's quite sexy. And go on a yeah, journey, go on journey with, with us. And season two is put, coming put, next put, year. Put, Boom. Yeah. Put it this way. Episode one of Scorch Sheep is it's it's about 90 minutes long. And in that time, Oodles manages to roll really well in a way that I don't expect and I have to cope with. And then they manage to fuck me over in a fight in a way that I don't expect <laughs> and I have to cope with. Yeah. And that's one of my favourite things. That's, that's the first episode. Yeah. So get involved and go in, can we do this? And you go... Uh, shit you can can't yes, you can do that yeah I'm like oh my guy can grapple I'm going to do this and you're like fuck I didn't I didn't uh, anticipate that oh, oh and considering we're all gamers we go into every well, environment we're not all gamers oh, yeah. I'm we're not all gamers no you're, no, no, also, you're the true gamer also, look, look at this lad that they absolutely ruined with oh, the dildo Steven that <laughs> was Steven that was Steven yeah. but oh, that's yeah. enough of Scott Sheep thank you please yes. get involved on it unless go on go for it Roll to Roll tea bag. To bag. <laughs> Roll to tea bag. Roll to tea bag. On a t-shirt coming soon. But yes, um, that needs to be a t-shirt, Candy. Get it, it, get, it, it, get it, it made. So, yeah, we've been burying the lead. Let's just get on with the main top. We're all here. It's Christmas, and it's it's the, the most wonderful time of the year, as the songs do uh, let us know. What are we talking about this week, Biggie? I'm sure it's to do with Christmas, we've isn't it? Done the it? main subject. Fucking Christmas, mate. We haven't done the main subject. We haven't. You're right. <laughs> Come on, this is what we'd normally edit out, guys. Rambling on for an hour and a half. I'm, 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 I'm so used to this point in the recording that we're getting towards doing the... Um, Patreon Trump- <laughs> the, 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 an extra uh, special Christmas this episode. This is the office pie, we're drunk. Biggie, we are talking about Christmas, aren't we, dude? Oh. Yes, mate, we're talking about crap Christmas crap media. Crap Christmas media. Crap Christmas media. Before we do that, hat change. Mm. Costume change. <laughs> Bum, 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 bum. Excellent. Oh, oh wow. Oh, no, I've knocked it off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he fucking ruined it. Monk's by, I've had the shot. Let's, let's catch, him, catch him with the chat for a few minutes while I go have a quick piss. Okay, can, well, uh, I cannot yep. ruin this because it's Callie's. <laughs> she was like, that's my hat. I was like, yeah, but I need it for visual gags. So <laughs> Debbie, Punk, Debbie Punk is saying Death by Dildo. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Monk's boy saying the nerdiest thing about Scorch Sheep is Gadget telling them to rule, rule or die. The rest is horny dumb shit. I mean, that's right. <laughs> uh, Nimrod Hicks saying, I'm not pished. I am not pished. I could pot planets. Uh, Hicks also says, D&D should always be improv with dice. Which, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's a good chat. I've enjoyed it so much. Like It was a bit one of those things where it was... I've never done this before. I've always been interested in it. Um, the whole role-playing part of it was a bit like, oh, I'm not sure, but now I'm into it. I'm just like, yeah, I like, I'm loving my character. I'm loving where he's going and what I'm doing with him. And It's, it's one of those I'm things. I'm invested. It's, it's so weirdly easy to get into, isn't it? And no, I didn't piss on yeah. the landing. I've got an ensuite. 
considering it's you know we, we we play games we play rpgs on, and get into that sort of side of things that you'd think it'd be quite simple and it'd be normal to get into this way as well. but the fact that a lot of us avoided it so, so, so here we are super Natty cat is saying i'd love to have a go well funny that you say that because um the first episode of score cheap that's coming out in the new year is a listener one shot so if you, if you want to play it doesn't matter whether you're you've played D D before or whether you ha- or just have a passing interest in it, or whether you're Matt fucking Mercer. Let me know. I'm looking for four people to play it. And it's a little custom one-shot set in the context of the world based on the events that have just happened. And, yeah, it's a little one-shot, and you can try D&D, and it'll be going out of the podcast feed for everybody and for free. He will hold your hand beautifully. Uh, trust me, I'm still not good at D&D, so you'll all be able to do it. Do it, Nasty Cat. You'll have fun. It is great fun. <sighs> And if, if if you if you do it and you all have fun, we'll sign some dice for you because we're celebrities and we'll send them to your house. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, mean I mean, put it this put it this way, put it this way, Super Cat. If you enjoy it, and I think you will, I'll buy you some dice. <gasps> he does. He, oh, he's a dice buyer. That. That's he a dice buyer. He always has been. Nice My gadget dice are beautiful. I've just noticed as well on the stream. I'm pointing this way, but it's this way because <laughs> I'm reversed. <laughs> <laughs> All this time I've been like these guys. I've been pointing to nobody. <laughs> the, th- the the thing is, Super Cat, if you buy dice, you will end up like me and have a lot of very different kinds of dice. Yeah, the guy, the the, the guy sits and chews on him on a, when he's working. He just puts them in his mouth and. <laughs> you wouldn't believe the amount of times I'm sat in work meetings, just like like um, playing with a D twenty. They are they nice to touch because they're so glossy and cute and fun and it just feel good yeah. in your hand but yeah it's fun nerd shit anyway the intermission is over guys let's crack on with the main crack with on. the main topic we are talking about like is this kind of negative topic for christmas um it's no 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 it's not because everybody loves our angry episodes yeah, that's true that's true we're talking <laughs> about negative christmas i mean media general but just memories in general and stuff like that and just negative christmas so let's start with the man in the green hat stick. <laughs> <laughs> right, I want to talk about Christmas number ones. It's Christmas time. Not, not specifically a specific number one, a concept of a Christmas number one. In Britain in one. general. <laughs> it is fucking stupid. I don't understand why Britain is so obsessed with what song is at number one. At Christmas, it is no different to any other part of the year. Yet, for some reason, we're the only country in the world that makes a massive deal about it. It's become a British institution about what song is at Christmas this year. Who cares? Do you know what? In the last 69 years, only 12 songs have actually been Christmas songs. That's how fucking stupid it is. They haven't done a really good Christmas song in about 20 years anyway. Not that it's got to number one. I've got the list of. Get that list out, obviously. Flap it out. Let me see the. Let me see the last time we had a proper Candy, Christmas sorry, we warned you. What? Stop gifting everything. <laughs> yeah, stop gifting. No, I've got, th- I've got a three limit, you told me. I've done three two. tenors. <laughs> no, she can, um, she can gift away all she She's had a wine and she's now throwing her money at people. Last, she's in a bloody strip <laughs> club. The last time we had a Christmas song, Christmas number one, was 2004 with Band-Aid Which 20. Which was terrible. I love the original. Yeah. 
the originals are so much better. I, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I like some of Dizzy Rascal stuff, but just putting that random bit of Dizzy Rascal in there, like just <laughs> I remember so. Remember hearing that the first time. Yeah, it's just so weird. But yeah, if you go back, the Christmas number one tradition started in 1952, and every year with the people have been obsessed with what's at number one for Christmas. And I feel like the last few years, it's become less, well, maybe the last 10, 15 years, it's become less and less prevalent because no one really gives a shit anymore, no. do they? Like, who listens to the charts? Who li- there is, Top of Pops doesn't even exist anymore because I, I think people just stream the songs they want and don't care about what's on the radio anymore. I think a lot of people got pissed off with the whole Christmas number one thing when it became the whole X fact, Pop Idol X Factor thing. Yep. It was yep. Basically, every year was the Christmas number one was effectively bought. Yes, yep. so 2005 is when that happened with Shane Ward. That's my goal. Fucking then got, Shane Ward. <laughs> we then got Leona Lewis, Leon Jackson, Alexandra Burke, and then the British public got pissed off and said, enough is, en- took them that long. enough is enough. We are sick of this manufactured bullshit being Christmas number one. And they decided to get Rage Against the Machine to number one. And t- <laughs> keep in mind, this was before streaming was counted. So the, the great British public, that's the best thing they've done in a long time, yeah. collectively, as the public, is that we got together and we said, the Christmas number one is bullshit, X Factor is bullshit, we're going to put something at number one, which is going to upset all the grannies, <laughs> and upset all the British fucking I, I don't traditionalists. Think it was specifically, to upset the grannies now, but I think it was just because it had the line of "But it Fuck will you, though. won't do what you tell exactly. me." Exactly, <laughs> it will upset the grannies because I played it for my mum and she was not happy. <laughs> yeah, my mum was saying, "Mate, she was like, it's not Christmas, you know, I'm swearing." But I, I, if if the Christmas number one was fought out for, if it was a Christmas song every year, I might feel a bit different. But it isn't, and it's just a random song. Whatever happens to be there, and but everyone seems to make such a big deal about it. Oh, it was Christmas number one. It's like okay, it's Ed Sheeran with Perfect. Did anyone know no. that? No. <laughs> does, any, does anyone know what the one before that was? Slayer, Rain that? Blood. Lich- the last one that I could remember literally was Matt Card- Card- Cardle, which was the X Factor one after. I, Rage I, I don't Machine. even know what that is. <laughs> exactly, but. Sometimes it's okay because you get the charity ones, the Justice Collective, uh, which was a Hillsborough one. I like the charity one. ones. You can't had. argue with that. The the Lewis Sherman Greenwich NHS yeah. Choir. Fine, they're trying to raise money. They're using the Christmas number one as a thing. But for those people right. who actually purposely release their single, like the X Factor did, to specifically have it at number one on Christmas, can get fucked because it is just a number one spot. It doesn't matter. It is not a thing. It is not what no one bangs on about what film was at Christmas at number one. No one bangs on about what a book or fucking TV show got the most figures. Who cares? It is, it's just a number. You got to number one. Well done. The Christmas number one is such made to be such a big deal that it's just bullshit, in my opinion. And it's so much bullshit now that the last three years have been won by a YouTuber. What? They sing now. Lad baby, what the hell is lad baby? Ooh. Oh, lad baby's fucking awful. Lad I baby hate is fucking terrible, and so it is basically a, a guy and his wife created this. They're just a YouTuber's blog. It's yeah, it's like a jokey reality vlogging thing. It, it's mostly the guy going, "Oh, how shit is it to be married and have a kid?" Oh, I like, like him. That. Yeah, 
But they... <laughs> well, you relate yeah. to him. They, they spend so much time bigging this up and doing it. Go and stream our stuff. Go and stream it. And because streaming now, obviously, is a, is a part of the charts, it's easy to... When you've got millions of YouTube subscribers, it's easy to get those figures now. So they've managed to get Christmas number one. One song was about sausage rolls. Really? What do you mean? Yeah. That's not yeah. Christmas food. It's called I Love Sausage it? Rolls. I Love Sausage Rolls. I think, it, I think it was done to I Love Rock and Roll, but it was I Love Sausage Rolls. Don't stop me in we built this yeah. we built this city. Like that's the last three they've done and they'll probably get it again this year. I don't like that. I just hate the concept of a Christmas number one. And there was that one time when when uh, Mad World got to number one with Gary Jules. Oh the Tears for Fears and, um, yeah, yeah. 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 That was a depressing and Christmas. <laughs> I was absolutely gutted that I got to number one because the one the song that it was going up against was Stan by Eminem. Tears gone cold. That would have been amazing Christmas. Christmas number one. You can I would have fucking loved Stan to have been a Christmas number one. And, and they didn't know which one was going to be Christmas. I remember this. They didn't know which one was going to be Christmas number one because they were so neck and neck. Mm. And they made a big deal about it. And that's when I kind of cared about chart music. But I just had this. I just would have loved to have gone, hey, mum, do you want to listen to Christmas number one? And it's a rap song yeah, about a <laughs> depressed suicidal guy obsessing over his eye and then ends with him killing his pregnant wife. That's <laughs> fucking wild. Merry, Merry Christmas, everyone. We do, we do. <laughs> we do absolute bangers, We do have a, an actual... Oh, yeah. Also, 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 it was that year, so Mad World was Christmas number one, the same year that um, The Darkness released a Christmas Don't let the bells end. Mm, I'm going to be that. talking about yeah, that later. That. Don't fucking start. I'm fucking yeah. <laughs> I've already heard the other ones she's going about. But yeah, I just the concept of a Christmas number one, I think, is absolute bullshit. Especially when it's not a actual Christmas song, and then everyone associates it with Christmas. It's like E seventeen, stay another day. Oh, it's a Christmas. It, it song. wasn't. The, no, it's didn't not. Didn't they just put not. snow on the video? Mm-hmm. They just they put, put snow, snow on the video. and yeah. some bell, yeah. bells. Yeah, it's not a fucking. And it's not Christmas even E seventeen's best got, song. It's all right. Is the best Christmas. Song. Christmas. Yeah, like, and you know, like. Cliff Richard, Saviour's Day, that's Christmas song, but it's fucking, it's fucking Cliff Richard, isn't it? But yeah, I just, yeah, the whole, that's it really. I just want to rant about how stupid on, I think on that then, just on a, and, and how much people put into it oh and God, think that yeah. it's actually a, like a, a, it's, a British, it's British I mean, institution, isn't it, that the DJs say? Oh, I've got, actually, I've got some um, facts, actually, if you want me to. I'm well, going to ask, actually, them. everyone's favourite Christmas song, just, just while we're on that. So I mean, we'll start with Gadget. What's your favourite Christmas song? I've put you on the spot. I've put you on the spot. Um, to be fair, it probably it is going to. I don't really like Christmas songs because you're a uh, mosher. So it's, probably, it's, probably, <laughs> it's probably either going to be Christmas time done at the bells end or um, Merry fucking Christmas by Corey That's Taylor. A good one, yeah. Candy, yours. Don't say Marilyn Manson. I wasn't going to say Marilyn Manson. He's been yeah, cancelled. Um, <laughs> but but normally <laughs> you would. <laughs> yeah, not live no. on stream though. Um, I can't remember the Sing name it. of it. You got a lovely voice. Mm-mm, no, no, it's the one that everyone likes, though. The New York City oh. one. Oh, the Pooh yeah. Tale of New York. That was never Christmas number one. I don't think Fairy that Tale got to number one, did it? That 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 wasn't oh, was a Christmas number one. Just a Christmas no? song. No, no I used, well, he was just asking what. Yeah, Christmas, I mean, you can count. You, you can count it absolutely. What about you? I'm counting okay. that because every single other Christmas number one is on my what shit list. What about you, Biggie? Jiggy Bell Rock. Good shout. Yep, Zig. That's mine. Mine's Band-Aid. I love Band-Aid, the original. I can listen yeah, to Band-Aid that in May. But no! Well, you, can, 
you can't listen to you can't listen to Band in twenty twenty one. No, no, you can't. It's wildly. Re- it's bad, the, isn't it? The, the, well, it's white savior. The yeah, record, exactly. Yeah, white guilt. <laughs> white guilt. The song. It's the It's got a line that there won't be snow in Africa this Christmas time. What the fuck is wrong? I mean, with there them? is. Well, it snows snow in Africa quite a lot. It snows. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. Especially do now. they know it's Christmas time? Yes, they do because they were colonized by Christians. Can you remember when Steel sang it? It won't be snow in East Africa. He had to put the East Africa bit on it. <laughs> <laughs> Poor dead seal. It's not dead, but yeah. <laughs> Anyway, can I, I'll finish Go off on, with this. Facts. With how um, I've, I've just lost my page of facts, so I can't do that. You, anyway, you've lost your page of facts. Oh we've, no, I've lost my page of facts. Uh, but no we've more had facts left in the world. Dead. Christmas num- Christmas number ones from Bob the Builder. No way, <laughs> Mister Blobby. That's a good one. That's a, that's oh, a good <laughs> Yeah, <End of> the <laughs> show. Force of nature. Uh, <laughs> the, the The Beatles has the most Christmas mm-hmm. number ones with four. Yeah, I can believe that. Followed by the Spice Girls with three and Cliff Richard. Two become three. ones a banger. The Spice Girls had three in yeah, a row, yeah. actually. They did, yeah. Oh, and Lad Baby, they are the three as well. Jesus, I've never even heard of Lad Baby. So, so Lad Baby is up there with Cliff Richard, the Beatles, and the Spice Girls for Christmas wow. number ones. And that's Ridiculous. why it's fucking bullshit. Yeah. Next. If, 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 this, if this one, Room 101, I'd put it down for you, mate. Absolutely. My, yeah. My, my favorite Christmas number one fact is um, that. Uh, Iron Maiden wanted to try and get Christmas number one and realised they never would, so they released uh, Bring Your Daughter to the Slaughter the week after Christmas and got that's their only number one. It's a good song. <laughs> Be- I like that song. Yeah, um, because it was uh, Saviour's Day by Cliff Richard was the Christmas number one that year, 1990. Because Rannies fucking love Cliff Richard. That's not, Cliff Richard. That's not even and they best, love the Christmas number one. Best song. We all know Mistletoe and Wine. Not even his best Christmas song. Oh, do you remember when he did the Lord's Prayer to... Oh, fuck. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he tried to get that to number no, one, didn't he? 1999, wasn't it? <laughs> when everyone thought the world was ending. It's like Cliff do a song. Uh, robotic Monkey, no, Cliff has not been cancelled yet. No, he hasn't. No, yet. Cliff. No, he hasn't. In, in a world where Marilyn Manson's been cancelled, but Cliff Richards still runs large. Because <laughs> he's, uh, he's a good boy. Good boy. And Mon- Monk's Boy is exactly right. Pink Floyd have had a Christmas yeah, number one. Yeah, in fact, Monk's Boy, because obviously With another he's, he's a the radio world. DJ. What's his, what's his favourite Christmas number one? Quick, you've got, you've got 30 seconds chat for us all to crack open another can to tell us your favourite Christmas number one. Not number one, but Christmas song. Go for it now. Little you do realise we have to wait 30 seconds for that to come in? Yeah, I know. Oh, okay, fair enough. Dominic, Dominic the, donkey. the Donkey, what's that? Dominic, oh, Dominic the Donkey is incredible. <laughs> Chickadee chink. Oh, it's the Chris Miles one, isn't it? Yeah, Chris Miles. It's good that. I like that one. I like Dominic Dunn. That's a good shout. Typo negative. What what Chris Miles did. One of the best things Chris Miles ever did was that uh, Stan parody. Yes. Oh, yeah. The Santa one, yeah. Uh, Oi to the World by the Vandals. Yeah. Absolute banger. I love the typo negative from Kieran. <laughs> <laughs> He's such That's a pure a very Kieran answer, isn't it? <laughs> pure that lad. But Chris Miles, it was released in the sixties. Sorry, Monks Boy, I know you're the better DJ. I get that. I get that. I understand. I know that, but he brought it to the mainstream. Yeah, that's how I heard it on. Right. I like Feliz Navidad as well. Feliz Navidad. Yes, come on, guys, get your answers in. Feliz Navidad. You've got another twenty seconds. I want to wish you a merry Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. That can be. That should be the lead-out song. <laughs> <laughs>
I met uh, Robotic Monkey says I met Chris Miles. He was genuinely unpleasant. Oh, I, I can, can believe, believe it. Yeah. I can I believe it. Imagine that. He's, he's a West Yorkshire boy. We're all unpleasant. <laughs> <laughs> Super Natty Cat says Mary's boy child. That's why I had to get out of there. Oh, yes. Oh, shit. Jesus right. Christ. What boy? A Christmas day. <laughs> right. <that's good. laughs> what did Boney M do? That one. Was that Boney M? Yeah. Huh. Yep. For the nut, what's that? For the, the nutter nut man, man in the band who dances like he's on crack. Me, usually. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that, you've had your moment. You've had your interval. So um, we're going to go on to me now and my thing I don't like. Um, <clears throat> for me, in my life. Everything. Everything. No, I'm, I like things. You know, I like Not Christmas. No, Christmas. Yeah, for me, it's when my dad left in 1993. <laughs> he said you weren't going to go there. <laughs> and I haven't seen him since. Dad, where are you? Are you well, a- we've got him right <laughs> here. <laughs> well, you know, Oodles, just as you say that, Northman Rob has just walked into the place. He's your not my dad. I'm, old, I'm older than him. <laughs> yes, but he's really your dad. He's my real dad. Oh, yeah. proper crimbo. Fuck me. Uh, but yeah, um, <laughs> fucking proper crimbo. Proper crimbo. That. Oh, fucking, you can't do that anymore. You Come can't do that anymore. with me, proper crimbo. Yeah, my, my real answer is um, <laughs> crap gifts, media-related gifts. So um, remember... Think back in the uh, early 2000s, the late 90s, when you asked for a game or a film or something along those lines. I've got an anecdote. So my nanny, uh, my grandmother, rest in peace and all that nonsense. She's retired. dead. She's dead. She's retired. She retired, yeah. She retired fucking decades ago. Poof, see ya. Bye. <laughs> that kind of thing. <laughs> and I remember, I remember, oh, God, whenever, what year was Tony Hawk's three pro skater? A thing. Oh, fucking hell, that was like 2004, 2005? Whatever that year was. I was but a wee boy then. I was wanking, but I was a wee boy. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember saying That's to me... That's the info we needed. wanking reference we've had tonight. <laughs> I remember saying yeah. to me, Nanny, I want this one game because I'm a pure mosher. I've got, I've got horrible jeans on. I've got a World Industry skateboard that I just lay down on because I can't skateboard. Okay. <laughs> that kind of thing. <laughs> Um, I really like Slipknot. You fucking poser. Yeah, I were a pure poser, mate. And I want Tony Hawk's Pro Skate 3. Will you get me this? And I, sh- I-, I wrote it down. I said, it's got a number three on it. It's got a skateboard on it. Do you know what my nanny brought? <laughs> she brought a, a, a inline, what's it called? Them scooters. Them fucking, what's they called? Them me- mi- micro scooter 3 she bought me on the PlayStation 2. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> Micro Scooter 3 is a terrible game, and I've tried to Google search it. It's not even there, but I've got it at my aunt's. It's still, it's, I've got the physical, it's probably worth about nine grand now because it's so <laughs> rare. She got it from Skegness Market. That just shows you, doesn't it? <laughs> How much effort. Fucking nanny. God, Jesus, I'm glad she's retired. I'm joking. I'm joking. God rest are, you, are, you, are, you, are, you talking, are you talking like Razor freestyle, freestyle Scooter? Maybe, yeah, but it's number three. <laughs> Number three, and it was fucking garbage. It was hot garbage. And then a, f- a few years later, I'm asking my mum, I'm like, I need Metal Gear Solid 3. I need Metal Gear Solid 3. <laughs> oh, my God. She turned up with Mission Impossible. <laughs> I was just, what, how can you get this wrong? I said, it's got, a, it's got a green man on the front with a gun in his hand. Little did I know that Mission Impossible had a bit of a green man with a gun in his hand. It did. It did very much so. Yes. Oh fuck! I was fuming. You meant, and you've got to do that <laughs> fake. Oh, 
Mission Impossible <laughs> instead of Snake Eater, one of the best games ever made. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm generally glad that my parents, as as clueless as they are when it comes to games, they just like, made you write it down. These are the people who bought me Mortal Kombat Three Ultimate Edition when I when I was like nine or Monk's something. Monk's Boys, right? Microscope Three had a shit soundtrack. They had, so it did. They had. Um, they bought my brother GTA when it first came out, and he was not not 18. But they always got the one we wanted. Yeah, we're so my, lucky that they actually got. I mean, your parents were gamers, so you were all right. I was but. gonna say, yeah, my pa- my parents are actually gamers. <laughs> your your so. parents are fucking cool. Yeah, and and the last yeah, the, the last yeah. one that my nanny got me. I mean, this was the year she died. Actually, um, she died not long after Christmas. Um, and she left. Did you me. murder her? No, I didn't murder her. Oh. <laughs> you Mission Impossible. Uh, Did no, you get a receipt? No, no. I said to her, "I need this game. It's called Shadow of the Colossus, right? <laughs> it's in a, a cardboard box. PlayStation Two. You can't get it wrong because there's no fucking game called that. You know what my nanny brought me? Two weeks before she died, Shadow of the Colossus. She fucking did it. Yeah, she did it. Nah, she did well it. Done, and then I killed her. <laughs> she's because like she my work that, here is done yeah, yeah because she knew she'd never do better she'd never do better she did it and I've still got that very same copy because on the receipt it says love you Kenneth because she loved, loved to call me that love you Kenneth on that mm. receipt and I've he still got that he put his real that. name out on the podcast I did it no I did he it. didn't it's, Chris, it's not my real name <laughs> but that's what that's she used right. to call me and it's Dave she, it's Dave alright Dave Oh, I died. She wrote that on receipt, and I've still got that copy to this day. And Aww. she actually nailed it in the end. And then she had the audacity to die on me. You know what I mean? She <laughs> could have been a banging Christmas day, year after, something like that. Don't worry, Pip she didn't said, die in a horrific was accident or anything like that. It was, we, she, she wasn't well. We knew this. She knew this. Pip, Pip says it was her final quest to top the game mountain. Yeah, yeah. I think I think it was me nanny that turned me into the pro gamer that I am today. Yes, guys, I'm admitting it's Christmas. I'm a pro gamer. I'm professional at this. You guys pay me to game. game. But yeah, I just I just remember all these crap shit that people used to get me. I remember I remember telling my mum years later, I want Blade 2 on DVD, please. She got me Blade 2 on VHS. How can you get that wrong? <laughs> I don't even have a VHS player. How do you fuck? It's like, the fuck is wrong with these people? Like, no. My kids ask me for things, and they get the exact right thing that they've asked right. me for. I'm I, so I cool think, as a dad. Look at I my hair. I, <laughs> <laughs> I think I may have mentioned this before, but for those who probably didn't listen back then, or the, those episodes are lost. Um... My brother-in-law, the best episode, the best present he got from his grandma, the year we were there mm. and around the house, and he opened it up and it was a DVD. And you could see it was a DVD because of the package. And he yeah. opened it up and he pulls it out, and inside it is a Twilight DVD. <laughs> not an actual Twilight DVD though. So it's not the Twilight the film. Oh, it's not the making of Twilight. This is called Twilight in Forks: The Saga of the Real Town. Oh, this is a DVD <laughs> about the town that Twilight is set in. Some boring town in Washington. And he picked it up and he's like this, and he had it. He, he's like that. He's reading that. And he, went, he just goes, "Oh, grandma!" <laughs> and he just looked over at me and Kate. He looked over at me and Kate, and we were absolutely howling like that. <laughs> this is what I mean. Literally. Biting our knuckles, trying not to laugh, and 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 his uncle was like, "What was wrong with it? What's wrong with it?" And I was just like, "Sure, like she went up, she went out of the room." I was like, "What do you mean? I what's mean, wrong Pip, with it?" Pips just said Look in the, the chat fuck? she'd watch that. I'd probably uh, watch uh, that. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, she, I mean, she's a proper Twilight slut. What is the name for the collective term of yeah, Twilight who, fans? 
Twihards. An arsehole. <laughs> <laughs> she, could, she could run upstairs and beat your fucking ass. Don't fucking Probably, annoy her. Yeah. <laughs> but, that, but that, it was just, that was, he'd never expressed liking Twilight. Ever. <laughs> Nobody's <laughs> ever expressed that about and, one bit, clearly. And it wasn't, and it's the fact that it wasn't even the film. It's, it's she's the, film. the movie of the town it was set in, and she'd clearly just seen the word Twilight and thought, oh, Jacob would like that. And it's one of the funniest things oh, ever. Oh, poor dead Jacob. That's like, that's like asking for Denis Villeneuve's Blu ray of June and receiving that image up there. <laughs> bring down the cursed image. I've got to do it, haven't I? Here You've it got comes. to bring the cursed image. So, this was my Secret Santa gift from these idiots last year. The cursed image, which came came to the podcastle and was in place of Oodles. In fact, I've got a plan. Do we work out who gave that again? Yeah. I've got a plan. This <laughs> could be one lucky listener's prize. <laughs> no, 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 no. The cursed item stays with you, you cursed bastard. <laughs> this is the most cursed item on planet Earth. This has given me nothing but bad luck since I've received it. <laughs> Work didn't pay me for one, and this is just... I've not been able to get an erection since this has been in my house. <laughs> I, 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 I mean, the only reason it came to you is because Pip said she'd leave me if it stayed in the house anymore. I don't now. fucking blame you. You've got one now. <laughs> I don't blame you. This is horrific. This is the worst thing I've ever been handed in my life. So, yeah, Worse yeah, than, yeah. than Razor Scooter 3. Yeah, super, super, yeah, super Natty Cat, my, my Secret Santa present last year when we did this same podcast, the one where Stig got so drunk that he fell off his chair. Yep. Um, didn't fall off the chair. I just <laughs> I kind of got a body like that actually. Did this. I was like I was just this. Down <laughs> like here like this. It, 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 it it's a canvas print of Sting from the 1984 version of Dune. Not the wrestler. Fade Ruther. And uh, yeah, it's, it's it's cursed. It's horrific. Because Sting's not looked that good since like 1979 or whenever it was fucking filmed. Yes, as robotic movie saying for for the audio only listening, what is Oodle showing? It is the cursed item I received as a secret Santa gift last year. It is a canvas of Sting in Dune in his metal underpants. Can you tell that he's a fucking <laughs> DJ? For the audio <laughs> listeners only, what a what a monkey! What a little monkey! No, no, it's a robotic no, that monkey. Was, not oh, monkey. that's a different monkey. How many monkeys have we got? We've got at least two. It's like Planet of the Apes in this chat. I'm telling you, it's ridiculous. <laughs> you maniacs! <laughs> G- uh, Golightly is saying your head needs photoshopping on that front. Oh, dude. <laughs> I can't get on it. Candy, get don't on it. Don't fucking give him ammo, mate. Don't give him ammo. <laughs> I could just, we don't even need a Photoshop. I could just get a blue nappy and just pose. I'm about that skinny. Pip's saying, um, Stig didn't fall. He was resting his ass. Yes, he was resting his ass. But yeah, that's what I wanted to talk about. I wanted to talk about the crappiest. And quickly, again, chat, you've got a few seconds to get in. What was your crappiest gift? Because I want to involve the chat in this Christmas office party. Oh. And, and you guys, while, while we're waiting for the chat, what's your crappiest gift you've ever received? Be honest, I, guys. Can I, can I, it's cheating World a little peace. bit because it's a birthday, because it's <laughs> it a birthday one. Yeah, do it. Birthday's fine. Birthday's fine. So this is the first mobile phone I got. Uh-oh. My, my brother was rocking the best Nokia you could get. 3210? Uh, yeah, about that at the time. Or maybe the 33. The 33 upgraded. was technically 33, better. 33, yeah. So I was like, oh, I want a Nokia. I'll, I'll, I'll settle for the 32, you know, the, the one before. I was like, the one I don't want is that really shit Ericsson one with a massive aerial. Yeah. <laughs> you see where this is going? Yeah. <laughs> Said this to my brother, and my brother just burst out laughing. I was like, what? He went, I don't want to spoil it, but that's what you've got. I was like, are you joking me? He's like, I no, remember that aerial. Got. That aerial was too big. 
the area was like half Ridiculous. the size. Massive. And the only thing that that phone could do was you could replace the, the front plate and you could do re- make ringtones on it. Had no fucking games on it. Yeah. I was like, it didn't even have Snake or, or anything on it. I was like, as if that's what they've bought me. It was... <laughs> Gadget. I, like, I appreciate getting it, but fuck oh, me. No. You had a bad one, Gadget. You can say it from your missus if you want. No. You can only run upstairs and beat your shit in head in. Actually, no, to be fair, Pips has been really good at getting me gifts. Um, I think the worst one I ever had was um, back, back in the day. Back in the day, 20, when the world was black and white. Back in the day, when everything was doing the minds. <laughs> uh, no, uh, it was about uh, 2010 when I was working in call centres. Yeah. And um, uh, I used to carpool with this lad. <clears throat> Um, just because we both lived about two streets from each other, just we've all done that. Yeah, um, and I it was the secret Santa at work, and like had all the gifts out there, and then like the the manager handed one to me, and it was the biggest one. I thought, oh, this fucking mint, this. Yes, and it was a uh, it was wheel trims for me Nissan Primera. No, <laughs> no, <laughs> with absolute granddad mobile. Because well, because um, about. Three months earlier, like I'd been sideswiped by someone and cracked one of the rear wheel trims. So mm. I'd just taken them off because I didn't want to be driving with three of them. And I just, it was a shit cheap car. So I thought, I'm not fucking spending money getting new Nissan wheel trims for this. He'd gone to the fucking garage and bought me a tenner's worth of wheel trims. Oh, not even Alfred ones. No, not even Alfred oh, ones. It was ones from the fucking Esso. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of thoughtful, though, at least. No, it's bollocks, Candy. It's bollocks. <laughs> fucking bollocks. Horrible. Candy, what's your worst gift? I've got two shit ones, actually. One of them also was a secret Santa. Um, and I spent Sprint ages trying this. to choose my gift for someone. Um, and then I received a, a electronic hamster and a ball that just kind of ran around. So that was shite. Um, mm, that's but the, shit. The, the best worst gift I got was, and it wouldn't have been a bad gift, but it was a electronic BB-8 um, that I could control with my phone. Oh, they were I amazing. Opened, I like that. Yeah. I opened it, but there was no BB-8 in the box. It was oh. a display copy of just the box. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, actually, shit. I, actually, Super Natty Cats put, put a, a very similar comment in there. She said, an empty My Chemical Romance album. The disc was missing because the teenager who served my mum in M- MVC, do you remember that? Yeah. Uh, forgot to put it in because the CDs were behind the counter in Newport because of the shoplifting. When Natty <laughs> was a young girl. I mean, employee. at least she didn't get a My Chemical Romance CD, though. Yeah, that would be worse, wouldn't it? Biggie, what's your worst, worst gift? It was a Commodore Amiga. Shit, wasn't it? What was wrong with an Amiga? I had an Amiga. They were amazing. Crap. Absolutely nothing. It was brilliant. <laughs> the fact was that we opened it a few days beforehand. It was one of those gifts that you can have before Christmas because yep. I was so excited. Yep. So me and my brother were checking it out and he knocked his cup of coffee over <gasps> it and had to send it off to oh, Commodore to get sorted. Oh, and it shit. Took, um, back in those days, probably a couple of months before I got oh, it. Right. still there now. Oh. <laughs> yeah, he's waiting yeah. for it. Wow. So, yeah. Right, let's jump into the chat now. Let's see what they... Do you know what happened to me? So, um, um, similar thing. I got the Red Ring of Death. <gasps> On the Xbox. The week, before, the week before Christmas. And I knew I was getting Mass Effect. <gasps> oh, no! no. fucker. Whoa, you poor little bambino. Luckily, my sister-in-law's brother was aware and said, I don't need my Xbox. So oh, if you want to borrow mine, uh, you can plug your, your hard drive into it. And, he is and the real like, Commander Shepard. Fuck. Imagine being opening, <laughs> ha- imagine opening Mass Effect on Christmas Day and like, I don't have an Xbox to play oh. this on. <laughs> so uh, going into the chat. Let's go. Um, so had some like, Nose, Nose Jam said, some of those rainbow colour, rainbow coloured skateboard knee and elbow pads and a yellow helmet. I, I've still got some. <laughs> I wear them for, you know, 
So uh, Pip has told me the story <laughs> multiple times, but um, with one of her previous um, boyfriends, she um, he he didn't really know what to get her for Christmas. So uh, she just passed a driving test. So he bought her a Hanes manual for a Ford Fiesta. <laughs> you can fuck off. <laughs> so she knows how to fill Christmas she knows giving how to then. change a filter on a fucking. No wonder he's an ex. <laughs> wow, that is fucking shit. I'm telling you now, Gadget. If you ever come to in, into our little command center on Discord and say, "I need to get Pippa present," I'm definitely going to say a Hanes manual from now on. <laughs> <laughs> fucking up. Uh, uh, Pips chose violence this morning. Biggie is so old. The worst Christmas he ever had was when his neighbor Tiny Tim died. <laughs> <laughs> You boy! <laughs> what day is it? <laughs> what day is it, sir? Wow. Jeez, Ebenezer Big. Um, oh, uh, well, it was actually when Jesus died, but then he came back, so it was all good. <laughs> uh, I think we've got a raffle going on in the chat, by the looks of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Robotic Monkey says we had a raffle instead of a bonus of work this year. Robotic Monkey, your fucking employer's terrible. <laughs> Someone got a PS5, someone got an Apple Watch, someone got a 58-inch Samsung oh, TV, no. someone got the top-end Bose headphones, I got a laptop bag. Oh, so raffles no. a raffle, mate. Oh, oh. But that's a, that's, look at those raffle prizes. <laughs> the raffle prizes at my bonus. work were like a bottle of gin and a pack of biscuits. <laughs> yeah. right, Candy, you're cut off from giving subs. That's it. I've done my three. Yeah. She's Sorry, guys. Maybe if you're not more. subscribed, you're not getting a free one. Yeah, well, we get paid for her spending her money. It's what? Fine. I'll keep doing it, darling. <laughs> keep doing it. I know, but if she keeps spending her money on us, then the cat's not going to get fed the fancy feast and the cat's going to kill her. Oh, the cat yeah. will always get the fancy I, um, feast. I will I, starve. I had a <laughs> present from Kate once where I ended up upsetting her <gasps> my response. Oh, no. Oh. With what? With his response. Nothing no, 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 else. Um, so we've got a copy of I like Cluedo so we've got Sherlock Cluedo it's just a Cluedo game yeah and one year because she I knew like I was really into Game of Thrones she didn't get me she was going to get got me you season of- 8 <laughs> <laughs> no she was going to get me a Game of Thrones like board game and she got me a bit Game of Thrones Cluedo I opened it and my first words were we've already got Cluedo <gasps> oh dude oh, oh that's your wife yeah I just popped it just came out and I was like <sighs> Oh, mate. You are a mate. bastard. You were washing pots that evening, weren't you? Yeah, but does to be honest... Does you get your Cluedo every year now? Do you want another thing? <laughs> yeah. It's still in, it's still in cellophane oh, wrapper. I love how you're whispering as well. Three years now. Oh, mate. Three years. We have to because do a live stream of playing that, don't we? we have, because we've already got a game of Cluedo. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. But it doesn't matter. It's the thought that counts. And you should accept the present anyway. I think Stig's a horrible bastard. She hasn't read my message, so I think anyway, she's asleep. Anyway, let's move on to <laughs> Biggie's. Have we had, went chatting about you yet? Have we, Biggie, about your main topic? No, so left you're him in the all dark. fortunate. Have you all got pens and paper with you? Uh, no, because it's 2021. Can we just... I, I need to roll back, sorry. Sly reflex is coming quickly at the end. I got sugared almonds from someone multiple years, even though I have a nut allergy. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody doesn't like Sly reflex. <laughs> Sly, do they know you have a nut allergy? Yeah. <laughs> Surely, if, it, if, I mean, if, if, if it's a work if they have thing, no idea you have a nut allergy, that you can't kind of argue, but yeah, if they knew it... If it's a work thing, you, you have to declare that to everyone at work. Surely they know. Wow. Right. Sorry, you told them multiple gun. times, okay, they're trying to kill you. <laughs> so, has everybody got a pen and paper? You can make notes on the phone. anything you want. Can I do it? Up to you. Can I do it on my uh, Tesco mobile iPhone 12? I'll do it. I'll do it on my modern escapism notepad. 
available from Modern Escapism before shop. You start, if you go to www.modernescapism.co.uk, you'll find a link to our shop. On there, you'll find things like this notepad or this hoodie I'm wearing or this coffee or this mug. T-shirt that I'm or wearing. that T-shirt. Yeah. Before, or we, a before you start, Biggie, we're going to have a quick. There's in- a cap and a bag there. We're going to have another quick intermission because Daddy needs a piss again. He's broken oh the God. seal. So that. Oh age. dear. Costume oh change. Dear. Costume change. Okay. Be right back, everybody. So you can hear the rest of the live show in the next episode, which will be in your podcast feed right now. So go ahead, check it out.